How's it going? Today on the Black Tie Fair, Patrick and I talk about the tax reform deal, Roy Moore and his weird dealings, and we also get into a conversation about Disneyland. Wait, Disney California Adventure. It'll be a great show. Take a listen. Hey, welcome once again to the Black Tie Fair, the show where two friends talk about politics, pro sports, and pop culture. Kinda. I'm one of your hosts, Jelani, and to my left. Batulig. I'm sorry. Batulig. Say, 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 say with me. Batulig. Next time you go for Korean barbecue, Batulig. So I should ask them to be find a way to like, cook you up and eat you? What, what are you talking about? <laughs> no, just that's, that's, that's my name in Korean. All right. So if I, go to, if I go to a Korean restaurant and say that, what am I saying? Am I asking for that on the, on the menu? And for those of you who actually speak these different languages, if I butcher it, let me know. Send me a note. Make a comment. We don't got time for all those emails because we're going to get a whole See, lot look, of them you're that. messing it up. Yeah. You know, like, say, if, if you're going to say it, say it right. But that's my name. In Korean. I don't know what that accent was. See? See, now you've, you've, you're lucky that you're actually Asian because that sounds super racist. That's not how oh, Korean... Konnichiwa. Wow, you're the worst person. Oh. We've lost we've lost so many of our listeners because of your Korean racism. Korean barbecue. Stop it, stop it, stop it entirely. <laughs> we are on episode number 35, the episode where Patrick gets racist. And <laughs> we thank you guys for listening. We love the fact you guys are here every week with us. We wouldn't be here without you, and we definitely appreciate... All the time that you guys are actually investing in hearing these two crazy guys talk about politics, pro sports, and pop culture. And since we don't want to waste any time, like I always say every single week, we're going to go ahead and jump right into the good stuff. I think we have a lot of stuff actually on the plate for you to devour. Patrick, what's new? More Trumple, Jelani. More Trumple. All right, See, well, I but, think but, but, but more M O O R E trouble, but spell T R U M B L E. I think you're trying to make some type of like, like wordplay. Yeah, you're trying to do wordplay, but that's more but, trouble. That's what I do. I do the wordplay. I'm the one who titles the episodes, I'm the one who gets paid to write at work. Let me handle that. That's too much of a mouthful. Just, <laughs> That's what she said. All right. So um, what's happening this week? More trouble for Trump and more. Uh, that's Senate candidate. Um, uh, Senate Roy Moore. Thank you. Is it Roy Moore? Yes. I wanted to help. It's Roy Moore. Roy Moore. I don't think it's Ray Moore. Is it Ray Moore? No, it's Roy Moore. Yeah. So um, there's a lot of trouble going on in Alabama. Mm. Go Bama. Bama. Go Bama. Like, you know what Gobama means? What they say, Gobama? I'm just I'm going to go out on a limb here and think that they just mean that they're rooting for their state. No, Gobama is actually, uh, that's what they say for the uh, University of Alabama, for their football team. When they're cheering, they go, Gobama! 
you that's like their thing okay what you did there was mm-hmm. you did a situation where, what? You, where you had that is so oh my gosh because you say i i said, I said go root for their state but you did but it's you, not or not their state but it's their, their state, state but it's their it's, state college it's their call that's right but but wait for those Semantics. folks who don't know when they say when, when we said bama jelani put two fingers in there like he was shooting a pistol like he's a cowboy he said bama i said first of all bama they're, they're not cowboys in alabama but I just thought I'd ask him. He'd go Bama. That's what it is. Semantics. Okay. So, um, so just to give you some background. Now, uh, Senate Majority Leader Mitch McConnell wants his party candidate out of the U.S. Senate race. Now, all of a sudden, Roy Moore is actually not even all of a sudden. I'll tell you why. Roy Moore is the Alabama, um, the candidate running for the U.S. Senate, the Republican. To take right? over for Louis Strange, who already is there, right? Yes, Louis Strange was a placeholder. He took the place of Jeff Sessions. The attorney general. Mm-hmm. Now, um, so just to give folks background, there's an Alabama Senate seat open because, like I talked about, Jeff Sessions became attorney general. Uh, the GOP establishment endorsed a guy named Luther Strange, the one you know you were talking about. So the establishment, he's been filling in for Sessions, like I mentioned, um, until, of course, they're having this special election. But in the primary, um, which is what they had before the general election, Roger, uh, Roy Moore, and um, Strange, I want to call him Dr. Strange. And I called him Louis Strange, and that's not his name. Yeah, it's Luther just, Strange. Yeah, so, it's, so, it's, so it's Ray Moore and Luther Strange and Louis Strange. And so uh, Lu- uh, Luther Strange, which was the moderate candidate, the one that Mitch McConnell supported, ended up losing. Mm-hmm. Um, Roy Moore is actually kind of the Trump-esque type character. But the funny thing is, Trump didn't even endorse this guy because he had to follow what the establishment said. So fast forward to what just broke about uh, the, you know, the last few weeks. Um, he's going to, well, let me just let folks know, if you don't know already, Alabama is a Republican state. Breaking news. Breaking news, right? Democrats have no, they should have no business winning that state at all. So just up, uh, up until a few weeks ago, it looked like Roy Moore was going to win. And he was going to become a thorn in Mitch McConnell's side. Because remember, Mitch McConnell didn't support Roy Moore. Not at all. He hated him. Um, so, guess what happened? Now, Moore, uh, actually in the last few days, but it just keeps building each day, Moore has been accused of sexual misconduct by five women. That has actually ballooned to nine just recently. Um, now, two of them said they were minors at the time. Now, one of them came forward about a day or two, a, a day or two ago and said that he sexually assaulted her assaulted her. Um, back in the 70s after giving her a ride home. There are also reports that he was banned from a mall in the 80s for bothering teenage girls. And apparently, Jelani, this is like what this guy does. Like, like he likes teenage girls. No, no, no. I, I, definitely he does. But how the hell are you so creepy you get kicked out of a mall? You know how hard it is to get kicked out of a mall? That's not easy. <laughs> right. It's not an easy thing to do. It's not. The and mall... Like, and specifically because you, you literally cannot stop harassing 14 year exactly like i i don't want to go to express and buy myself a shirt i just want to grab children because i just grab more touch them sir you can't you can you can go to all the stores and touch all the clothes you want no. but you can't you can't touch the little the you want such a mannequin exactly only in the junior section the junior section yeah, exactly this so you know they started asking people who know this guy right back in alabama and they said like back in the day because and okay and let me just take take this guy was liking teenage girls, not when he was a teenager, or even when, let's say he's a senior and he's going after, I don't know, middle schoolers, right? Or, or Which is still kind of weird. Right, which is still kind of weird. Um, this guy was like 37. He was like 37 and was like a district attorney. 
And he would like go out to teenagers. Yeah, this is like that same little cliche of like the pedophile who has at the van. He's like a really older dude. Right. He's hanging out in front of like the high school. Yes. But this is a grown ass senator. Like, what the fuck? And so, let me give you a few more stories. So they interview this, like a lot of his friends that they knew, right? And they kind of said like, that's just what he does. Like, that's what, that's just, like all the towns knew, like uh, they thought it was weird, but he just liked to date teenagers. How was that? How can you say, oh, yeah, interview me. I'm one of Roy Moore's friends and then say that since or, or, or just the people who knew him. It was just kind of like, like it wasn't a big thing. It was it just that's what, that's what he does. That's what I'm saying. That's how, that's him. That's Roy Moore. What what you do, and that's what he does. What yeah. you do is you get him in jail. That's what you do. <laughs> and so, uh, you know, let me just expand on some of these things that people were talking about. This one girl says that um, she was a senior in high school, right? Uh, Roy Moore continued to kind of like ask her on dates, continued to com- continue to pester her. That one day, she gets pulled from her classroom and goes to the principal's office. And it turns out that there's a phone call for her if you're in the principal's office. Guess who the fuck it is? I am. Um, I, I figured it out. It's fucking Roy Moore. He calls her and she's like, what the fuck? What? Uh, who is this? And she goes, Roy Moore goes, oh, it's Roy Moore. What are you doing? She goes, uh, I'm in trigonometry class. Come on, she's in trigonometry class. She's like, I'm in trig. That's what she said. She's like, I'm in trig. And he goes, oh, um, will you go on a date with me? And she goes, no. Like, like she was so baffled by it. She thought it was so weird that he would call in. And he's like a 37-year-old man, right? Well, it turns out after all this, like, he, he eventually, like, continued to ask her out on dates. And so... Like, to, like, appease him, right? To just get him off his back. She finally went to the movies with him. She went one date with him, right? She goes to the date, and then he tell, she tells him, you know, like, my father, you know, I'm a Christian girl. You know, uh, my parents wouldn't agree with me dating you if, like, you know, like, we can't do the whole sneaking behind the back thing. Like, this is not okay. Like, uh, you know, I'm a good, good Christian girl. And so he, like, apparently, like, like, this is a story where he, like, abused her. Like, he pushed her out of the car. Like, he uh, uh, he got real forceful with her. I mean, it was just, like, really bizarre. And this guy, Lonnie, was a former chief justice of the Alabama Supreme Court. Yeah, so Alabama. Good, good stock sometimes. So because of what this is happening, there's a hashtag, Lonnie. Have you heard of it? I have not. It's called Me at 14. It's a Twitter Oh, campaign. no, no. I have. You heard that, okay. right? I didn't know what you were going to talk about but until you said it. Now, yes, I okay. have seen that. that you scared yes. me for a second because you just like, jumped out at me. Well, you made me think that I, I was off my Twitter game for a second. Oh, I was okay. like, oh, wait, wait a minute. Did I miss something? So for those who don't know, um, hashtag Me at 14 is a Twitter campaign. It is made to raise awareness that even at 14 years uh, old, it's too long, young to ever give consent. Uh, Moore denies any wrongdoings, of course, and says that he did not generally date teenagers. Who says that? Quote, I don't, in general, I don't date, date teenagers. I mean, I, I don't generally murder people. <laughs> That's the thing. It's like, so, but there are exceptions to those rules. I said, right? in general, I don't. In general. I have not killed anybody The in vast majority of times I don't do that. Several years, right? I have not. I don't generally rape women. No. Come I mean, on. not generally. Exactly. But. The problem is. But there's those off chance. I could, it could happen. So, um, so here's what Republicans are doing. All right. So Republicans are cannibalizing each other. Uh, this is to be a slam dunk seat. I mean, it's Jeff Sessions. Jeff Sessions. In Alabama. I mean, it's slam dunk. It's like, well, how, how could it not be red? 
Well, it turns out the Republicans are trying to snatch defeat from the jaws of victory. Good old Repubs. So, um, Republicans are doing everything they can to get Roy Moore out of this campaign. Um, and remember, Roy Moore equals Stephen Bannon, right? Remember, he's a Stephen Bannon guy. Um, so, here are a few things that Republicans are trying to do, Jelani. Uh, National Republican Sen- Senatorial Committee, that's called the NRSC, um, big money. Uh, they have officially stopped supporting him financially and asked for his uh, asked his for um, his removal from the candidacy. Okay. Um, the NRSC also put out a damaging internal poll, a poll that they did, right? They released it publicly showing that he is down against the Democratic candidate by over 10 points. Damn, that's a lot of points. So Moore went from being ahead 18 percentage points, right, a plus 18, uh, to now being down 10 points, negative 10 points. And this is in Alabama. That's a swing of 28 points, Jelani. So uh, Republicans doing whatever they can to, of course, start letting people know that this guy's un, uh, un uh, he cannot win, unwinnable. A uh, next thing they're doing is is they're saying that they're pursuing what they call a writing campaign. Mm. So what do you think a writing campaign means, Jelani? It's a campaign when you write somebody's name in. You voted quite a bit, right? Exactly. When have you ever wrote in someone's name? I never do because that would. Write-ins typically for me, in my experience, a situation where you, it's a joke almost. Because unless yeah. you have somebody who a lot of people are going to write in, it's not going to go anywhere. Right. If you cannot even get your name on the ballot, get your name in time to get in on the ballot, uh, there's something wrong there. Yeah. So, um, yes, Jelani, uh, they're writing a writing campaign. So what you've expressed, how difficult it is to do a writing campaign and be successful as what you're stating in a statewide race, it's just as difficult as you think it is. Of course, yeah, absolutely. And it's funny, um, I mean, obviously they have the writing, but they're doing everything they can. But I don't know if you've read any of the articles about some people who are saying that even if he did these things, he's still better than a Democrat. That's so tribal. It's ridiculous. It's so, so bad. That's right. And so this is what normally happens. Um... If you have a candidate that's unelectable, usually the candidate, um, what will end up happening is people will stay home. They simply won't vote for the candidate or, 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 or they'll skip that bubble. They will either vote for the other candidate, right? Or they simply won't, um, or, 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 well, those are really the two options, right? Or like I said, third option was to write them in. Okay, okay. Right, so that was really the third one. So more often than not, um, or so more often than not, pe- people, it's hard for them to vote for their side. You know, they likely won't do that. They may just skip it or basically not participate. Right. They're very rarely ever going to write somebody else in. Okay. Um, so what that comes down to is when there is an electoral, um, advantage and inherent one, meaning that there's certain registered voters that are already inherent in that district or that state, what ends up happening comes down to turnout. If that comes out to mean that all the people who were excited about their candidate or turned off about their candidate, in this case, the people who are voting for more, they simply won't vote for him or they'll just stay at home. That means the Democrats will come out. And not simply because the Democrats are, there's more Democrats in the state than there are um, Republicans, but just by virtue of excitement and turnout. Which makes sense. Yeah. So it'd be a situation where there'd be more people from one side. It would be like the pendulum swinging in the other direction because yeah. of the fact that 
one side is like, I'm just not going to do anything, so I'm not complicit in this guy getting in. That's right. Yeah. That's right, exactly. Like, they, like it's some, it says something about a voter who goes to the booth and goes, I know, I'm a Repu- I know I'm a Republican or I know I'm a Democrat, but I cannot pull the lever for this guy. This guy may hold, or gal, may hold my party title, but he's an awful human being. And you simply, like, if you saw Jeffrey Dahmer on the ballot, it doesn't matter if he said Republican, Democrat, wait, I'm not voting for him. Wait, wait, wait. You said he could be a Democrat, though, right? <laughs> right? Take it back. Let's yeah. slow it down. Let's just, right. Let's Why, just take, don't go that okay. fast. You're going right. way too fast. You said Democrat, though. Democrat, right. See, now right. we got to think it about that. It gives you pause. Yeah. So there are some things that just go beyond party lines, right? Touching children, I think, goes beyond party lines. And so... um. Republicans, they have a escape hatch that even if Roy Moore gets elected, which is very likely, Jelani, very, very likely, because I don't know, I, I could probably count on my hand how many Democrats are on the whole state of Alabama. Well, I'm sure you're right about that, but <laughs> you said he was down 10 points. I mean, I mean, I still think that the race is close at the very least, in my heart of hearts. Yeah, it's within, it's within striking distance then, right? But should he win, Republicans... Uh, Senate Republicans, Mitch McConnell has said that they are going to file for a expulsion of the Senate. He's going to be expelled. Getting fired from a job, you have not even got the step a day into the job yet. If you come into the office, you're not going to have a desk. If you get the job, <laughs> we're going to take away from you. We're going to fire you immediately. If I hire you, just know I'm planning to fire you. <laughs> That's what it is. It's like... It's so ridiculous. <laughs> like, why would they do that? Okay, so then I saw, I decided to do some research to figure out, okay, wait, is this something they just do willy-nilly? Is like, did the Senate just fire, like, like when was the last time someone got expelled, right, from uh, from the Senate? Just yesterday. I, like, I don't even want to count, like, ever, if anyone has ever been in the Senate, being expelled from the Senate without being in the Senate, right? I don't know, like, ever if that's ever happened. But what, here are some facts about the people who have been expelled from the Senate, okay, Jelani? So, um, there was one senator who was expelled, Jelani, in 1797. <laughs> okay, so recently. For treason. <laughs> <laughs> but pretty recently. Okay. So. Okay. Okay. Let me give you something more recent then. Okay. Excellent. So, there have been, there were 14. Uh-huh. Okay. Expelled. Okay, Jelani. Ooh, what year was this? 1990 what? Um... 1861. Okay. And 1862. Ah. Uh, for aiding in the Confederacy in the Civil War. <laughs> so, okay. So, like, misdemeanor so, crimes, like right, low level right. stuff. So, I got you. so, there's 15 now. Okay. We yeah. got a 15. All right, cool. You want to hear something late, uh, 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 more recent? Please. Give let's me, give let's me get into this century. All right, all right. Can we start? Yeah, yeah. No, not even, because it's 2000 now. Yeah, not, so, so, last 1900. Century. Last, at least, at least last, last 100 century. years. There we go. Give it to me. Never. <laughs> oh. Oh. Never ever has it happened. Okay. So has not, a senator ever been expelled? Not in the modern. There, there, there have been about seventeen efforts to expel them um, since then over the last hundred and thirty some odd years. Mm-hmm. I can't even do math. One hundred and seventy some odd years. Um, there has been seventeen efforts since then to expel, but never have achieved two two thirds necessary to um, to gain the expulsion. I'm just saying it's not fucking easy to expel a senator. You know how many awful senators there have been since then? I mean, I'm awful, awful. Like, ugh. 
but there have not been <laughs> One, serial pedophiles. Two cases. Who get kicked out of malls. Two, right. So. Two, two cases. One of which had happened during the, you know, the show Hamilton, like during that time. Yeah. And another, and another and the, the latest one after that was when it was Civil War, where our country was going to break apart. So, like I said, low-level crimes. So, I mean, it makes sense. It's just awful. Comparatively. It's just so... I don't know what's going to happen. I don't live in Alabama. Okay, it's going to be a nice Christmas gift that comes up. Um, it, it'd be great if a Democrat won. No, it really it would, be would be so because awesome. it, it, it's going to change the voting dynamic significantly. And that's, that's the real thing. It's like, because this vote's happening in December, you have to realize that there's going to be a big change if it goes our way by the time it gets to next year, like the whole dynamic is going to really significantly change where they're not going to have to say, oh yeah, we know we got this in the bag, which is why other things you're going to talk about later on in the show, you know, they are probably pushing so hard to get those things passed because they realize that this is their one shot. This is their year. Yeah. If, they, if they're going to do it and they haven't done shit this year, but they're like, this is still our year. This is the only year we got basically. It'd be an awesome present for Democrats um, if Roy Moore lost. Or yeah, the, or or the Democrat one. Yeah, it's December twelfth. It's like in two and a half weeks, right after Thanksgiving. Yeah, and the thing is, like, we have momentum on our side with all of this other shit going on, with all of this high scrutiny and a big focal point on what's right as far as like consent and uh, people who are being overly aggressive sexually and people who are taking advantage of their power. All these things considered all together. There's so much of a spotlight. There's so many people saying like, hey, you should not be able to do this. And so many people are talking about it now that it's it's in the, the lexicon of America. So people are going to be talking about that even as far out, far out from where we are, in Alabama. So those conversations are still being held there as well. So I have, I have faith. I think it's going to be okay. I don't know. But this is me. Nine, Jelani. Nine women have come forward already. That's all I'm going to leave you with. Nine. Pretty big number. But I've seen bigger numbers. <laughs> All right. So um, uh, tax reform, Jelani. I told you that bitch was coming. I, I Yeah, I tried to ignore it. I and told you it's coming. I tried to ignore it. By the way, you had a perfect segue because I said numbers. You could say, speaking of numbers, but you didn't use it. That's all right. That's fine. It's okay. I'm not the words guy. Ah, that's true. Not the words guy. All right. So uh, tax reform, it's coming. It's here. It has passed the House of Representatives. Um, Reeves are trying to give America a big fat coal on their stockings for the holidays. I wrote that. You like that? That was, that was nice. That's nice. All right. Um, so President Trump and Republican House Democrat uh, Democrats Republicans uh, House Speaker Paul Ryan won a major victory as a House passed a tax bill on Thursday. Um, no Democrats voted for the bill. Ryan could only lose 22 Republican votes, and in the end, he only lost 13. Not bad. Uh, generally, what Republicans are saying is that the legislation would have, well, actually not they're saying, I'm saying that the legislation would affect every American household and business owner. It's affecting everybody. It's not like, oh, we're just twiddle, we're just tinkering with it. It's going to affect everybody. The bill was first introduced on November 2nd and was voted on just about a couple weeks later, um, leaving very little time for any type of analysis or debate of a 440-page document. Now, I'm, you know, I'm not in the business of, you know, some people like to say, oh, well, look at this thousand-page piece of legislation. We don't have time to review it. You know, I'm not I'm not really a big fan of that because um, 
I don't care how many pages it is, right? It, it really doesn't matter. That sounds like a way to make it seem like it's like it's super anti-intellectual. Right. It's it's it's, right. it's, it's, it's painting a picture on oh, somebody who would read all that. I can't trust that kind of person. It's like that's what your job is to the to say it that way is like and then you're also saying the, the american people are too stupid to want to read through all that if they want to read through all that it's available to them but it's like that's too hard because it has so many words in it like what are well, you talking well about? you know part of that too is that people complain that on on kind of the you know a different perspective on that is that people go it's 440 pages um you should take more time to read it you shouldn't get it done in two weeks right um that you know that'd be my argument Right, um, you should be more thoughtful. But then you know it's you know it, it, it ends up being a trope. Okay, um, the point is, I don't care whether it's a thousand pages long or two pages long. Okay, you are dealing with the um, the income. I mean, basically, a piece of legislation that affects a hundred percent of people in this country. Not even like healthcare, where it affects like a third of the economy. You're talking about the entire. America is affected by this. You need to take longer than two weeks. I don't care how long the fucking pages is. Exactly. And but that's not the thing. It's just about winning. And that that should not be the end all be all. If you're really here saying that you're here for the American people, it should not be, oh, I mean well, I gotta get on the board. Not about get on the board. It's about affecting us positively. But that does not seem based off of the evidence that's been presented to me, like what you're trying to do. You don't seem to be interested in actually fixing things for us, even though you keep saying that this is for the American people. That's not what your real interest is. Your interest is like, look, y'all, we did it. So the biggest goal of the House package, right? Because you have the Senate one, the Senate bill, and you have the House bill. So the House package claims it's called the Tax Cut and Jobs Act. That's that's their sexy name. Which is a stupid fucking name. So, um... Now, they say their main goal is to lower taxes on companies in an effort to make them more competitive competitive, and discourage them from moving abroad. Okay, so that's what their main goal. That's the spirit of this goal. It's not to help out us. It's just help us out in the long run. But initially, essentially, the goal is to help out corporations. So here are some things that folks need to know. The corporate tax is going way down. It's going to make it more attractive um, to do business in the United States. Um, but personal deductions for things like medical expenses and mortgages will be reduced or cut out entirely. So, um, let me tell you what GOP members are saying. They're saying this bill is making everything simpler by cleaning up the tax code. Okay, I know we talked about last week how they say you can basically do your taxes on a post a postcard. All right, we talked about that last week. Um, they said that overall it's going to keep more money in people's pockets. Democrats are saying that this is mostly a handout to corporations and wealthy Americans. So what happens next? So what happens next is the Senate is passing their own bill. They're they're, they're not even going to pass the bill that the House did. They're going to have their own shit. I did not know that. Yeah, yeah. So what ends up happening is that the... And we talked about this during... Reconciliation, right? Yes. So we talked about this during the healthcare process, right? The House has a bill that they pass. The Senate can either take that bill... And pass it and make all these improvements and refinements to it. And then, you know, um, then depending upon the refinements, they can go back. They have to get, it may or may not have to go back over to the House to get ratified. Um, or go into what they call conference committee. But what they're doing is they're, they're, they're not even taking their bill. They're like, you know, th- they may take pieces of it, but we're passing our own fucking bill. We have our own bill number we're passing. Then what has to happen is that they'll take those two bills and then they'll have to get them into conference committee. And they'll marry them together. 
And then in conference committee, they have to decide that's where the negotiation happens. Then once they get that bill done, then it goes to the president for signature, which he's going to sign because he needs he's fucking thirsty. He uh, he needs a win. So here's where it makes things very difficult because the Senate bill, Jelani, has a fucking poison pill in it. It has a health care poison pill. Yeah. Okay. So what what the what the Senate plan does, okay, is the Senate bill includes a provision that will scrap the legal requirement that almost all Americans have to buy health insurance or pay a penalty. The House bill does not have this piece of legis- uh, 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 this piece in their bill. So that's a big point of contention, okay, is that they are basically trying to gut Obamacare again by not require by not requiring people to have health insurance. Yeah, I'm back. I'm back. Yeah, I was silent for a second. And here's the reason why. It's so motherfucking stupid, dude, because like you're talking about saving money for all these people or what have you. But when you think about healthcare, something that everyone in some way, shape or form needs, and then you're going to eliminate the mandate, which is what's making it affordable for all people who couldn't afford it in the first place. You're taking money once again from poor people. The rich people can, if, if the worst, if somebody lost an arm, but I'm a trillionaire, well, fuck it. I'll get us this robot arm because that's how much money I have. This is wasting. If I have my finger stubbed, I can't pay for that. Because I don't have any money for that because I'm poor. Like, you're not thinking about everyone. You pretend like you are. Or maybe you've just been so blinded by your ideology that you really do think you are. One of the two are true. Either you're honestly evil or you've been blinded by your ideology. And that's the only two things that can be possibly true. So, um, just to remind folks, this is a huge step forward, the Republicans would say, in the biggest tax overhaul since the 1980s. It could be Trump's biggest legislative victory if it if it passes the Senate. Either way, this is going to affect you. Either way, everyone pays taxes in some way. So over the next few weeks, um, House and Senate Republicans will meet and come together and try to try to come to some sort of agreement on what the tax reform should be. Um Here's where they're starting to find hiccups already, because some Republicans have already some Senate some Senate Republicans have already stood out against this piece of legislation. Ron Johnson of Wisconsin became the first Republican to oppose both the House and the Senate tax plan. Does Ron Johnson from Wisconsin know his name rhymes with Wisconsin? <laughs> it's part of part of his campaign. Um, he's posing a new obstacle to party leaders. As they try to obviously overhaul healthcare, I mean, uh, like healthcare tax tax reform. Um, also, Susan Collins of Maine, good old Susan Collins, Susan Q. Because Susan Collins trying to run for governor of Maine. She wants to run for governor of Maine. She uh, she's not fucking around. Yeah, so she knows about what she wants to do, make, sure, make sure she looks like. I got, that makes sense to me. She knows what's up. Um, and good old Bob Corker, Corky Corker, who is leaving the Senate. Exactly. And don't like Trump. And, and he did not want make, Trump to get a to W. Make sure he knows, like I don't Trump like you, Trump not son. getting a W. Trump not getting a W. That's 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 key priority is you not winning. Key priority to me. And good old John McCain. <laughs> good old John McCain is like already expressing his John MC. Fucking Trump wants McCain to die. He wants. So why is he still alive? alive? He needs to just die. And you know what's funny? I think John McCain is actually alive because 
He's like holding on through hate. He's like, I don't want this fucker to win. We're not even talking about uh, Jeff Flake, John, Jeff, Jeff or John Flake, or both of them. No, no. <laughs> Jeff or John Flake. No, we're talking about John McCain. No, no, no. I'm saying him too. Jeff Flake of Arizona. Who's the f- I don't know these. He's Jeff- another I senator. I don't know all these people, Patrick. That's why I can do the show with you. You you presented him like I knew who he was. <laughs> What's well, the other senator from Arizona? Oh, okay. Jeff Flake. All right, Frosty and he Flakes. could be he he could be another one. He, he could be he like could- it just. Trump got a big fucking problem. Well, like, here's the thing. Like, just, think about just the, pass shit that's reasonable. It's so. Can you un- just pass I, shit that that makes sense? I listen to Positive America, and they're saying the exact same thing. I was like, you I didn't could, listen to this week. Okay, well, they were talking about the fact that you could have a tax plan that doesn't have a whole bunch of wickedness inside of it, and some that's people true. were like, and some people could actually end up having like. You and I could actually have egg on our face. So, like, you know what? He has this tax plan. It don't sound half bad. But you don't want to do that. You want to have a situation where, like, this tax plan is fucking shit. Like, you could have us be, yeah. like, on this show. But, like, you know what? We don't like Donald Trump. But this tax plan, it ain't half bad. But you won't do that. You won't even do that. And it would not be hard. And it's like, they don't, they, you know, like, electorally, right, politically, you can't even run on shit. You have nothing. Like, Republicans can't go back home and be like, well, we tried. <laughs> Go Bama. Go Bama. We tried, but got none done. Yeah. Like, that that doesn't work. That's not a good campaign message. Okay, so let's just go over some real quick winners. Just lay it out. Okay, if this shit shit were to pass, who are some winners? Okay, cool. I want to know. I want to know who's going to win. Okay, so it's not going to be us. No, that's that's not true. (laughs) So let's start off. Big fucking business. Big business corporations will get out like a fucking bandit, Okay. House the House bill cuts the top rate that large corporations pay from thirty five percent to twenty percent. They get fifteen percent break, Lonnie. Um, it's the biggest one time drop in the business tax rate ever. Ever, okay, Lonnie. That's a lot of ever. It is a permanent change that will not expire. Okay, Lonnie. It it's not. It's indefinite. Okay. Now on top of that. Companies will get some sort of tax break that will lower their bills, such as the ability to deduct costs for purchasing new equipment for five years, as well as a special low rate on any money that will bring business back to the U.S. from low-tax countries such as good old Ireland. Many businesses have been holding cash overseas um, to avoid a 35% U.S. tax. Now, we've talked about that before, like offshore accounts. Yeah. Now they would bring a home at a tax. Now they could bring home the money at a tax rate of only twelve percent, Jelani. Twelve percent. All right, I see the eye roll. So next, folks, that next group of folks that will benefit: small businesses. Okay, so ninety-five percent of American businesses are organized as a pass-through company, like LLC, S corp, or partnerships. Um, they pass through the business income to the owner's individual tax rate. Now, the House plan would lower the top rate from 39.6% to 25% for all small businesses, including service companies like consultants and tax uh, uh, and lawyers, and requires a complex formula where the 25% rate only applies to about 30% of the business income. But the reality is, Jelani, that in most small businesses, 85% already pay taxes at rates as low as 25% or less. To, now, to help out mom and pa shops, the final bill has about 9% tax rate on the first $75,000 in income for business owners, making 150 k or less. But that tax break only phases in 
um, and isn't available till 2022. That's really. That sounds like a lot of shit that has nothing to do with me. <laughs> no, exactly. It's not me. It's not me. Okay. It had nothing to do with me. It sounds like a lot of people who have businesses and ownerships and stuff that doesn't really do any shit for me for the individual person. It's funny. When you said pass through businesses, I thought you said pass due businesses. I'm like, I was like <laughs> all these businesses are pass due? They don't know. They, nobody paying no money? They are. They are. We should not be giving a tax break. They should exactly. not be a tax yeah, break. They need, they, they need to pay up. Yeah. No. So... It's just, again, if it's confusing to people, I, I I know my cousins listen to this podcast who know a lot about taxes and stuff. Uh-huh. So if it's sexy to y'all, give, give, give me a call and explain this shit to me. Exactly, because we're just reading some of these notes. I'm like, all right, it past due accounts. All right, I got you. Understand. Okay. Who else is a winner? So the rich. <laughs> Surprise. You and I are not rich. Surprise. Okay. So the wealthy get a lot of tax benefits. Okay. So um, the estate tax, which we talked about, right? Which is only paid on property tax that other assets worth over five and a half. <laughs> yeah, I gotta read this right, Jelani. Five and a half? Five, five and a half million are passed to the heirs and is 11 million for, for, for couples. Okay. Um, I'm sorry, no, 22 million for couples. Okay, so let me just stop right there. Let me just stop. Okay. If you have an asset of five and a half million, or if you're a couple of 22 million, mm-hmm. if anybody has that who's on this show, who listens to this who show, who listens to this show, right? Um, I will do whatever you want me to do. I will change the name of this show. <laughs> okay, I will I will whore us out, Jelani. Because oh I need you not to prostitute us. I don't think right any now. of anybody here who's listening to this show who's worth their time, because if you do the math. Their time has got to be like worth a hundred and fifty thousand dollars a minute or something, right? Maybe that's true, but they don't even worry about it because most of their income is passive. So, um, it's gonna affect this estate tax is gonna affect those people. Okay, so a hundred percent of people listen to the show. This shit is not gonna help you out, <laughs> not at all. Okay, they call them Jelani the mega wealthy. Okay, they're not even wealthy. Like when you when you have another tier. And you're called a mega wealthy, okay? Um, it's just not fair. That's the kind of wealthy people who look at rich people that we think are rich, like a, a rapper or something <laughs> like, like, you did dirty degenerate. Yeah. It's like, stop, stop begging me for money, you know, that yeah. kind of person. Yeah, Shaquille, like, like they talked about, like, Shaquille O'Neal having, like, wealth, right? It's like, no, the guy who writes Shaquille O'Neal's check, who That's signs wealthy. his fucking yes. check, is wealth, okay? Like Chris Rock said, right? He's all, Chris Rock, you know, even though he has money, Right, yeah, if he has money, if if Oprah Winfrey woke up and had, um, if let me just break this, okay, we think Oprah Winfrey's rich, right? If Bill Gates woke up with Oprah Winfrey's money, he'd jump out of building, slashing his wrist, going, no, no. Now that's a classic Chris Rock joke, and I and you're right. Okay, <laughs> so I'm just saying, like, there's a level of wealth and there's like mega wealth. Yes. Okay? So the mega wealthy will not uh will have their estate tax. In 2024, which is just a few years, a decade or so, um, when I'm in a decade. No, no, under decade. Like, like in seven years. Yeah. In seven years, their estate tax will be eliminated. Mm-hmm. So they'll get to have no, they have no taxation on, on, on that. And just like, you know, Lonnie, it, it, it only benefits, um, go to top 1%. I thought it was the top 0.01%, so I heard somewhere. Because it's a small, small one. Oh, it's half of 1%. See? 0.5%. 
That that's not that's not even a percent like. <sighs> and here's the thing. Here's the thing. Like if you talk about businesses and stuff like, like that. Like the rich, the rich always fucking us already. I know. They're already and, fucking. And us. they already have money. That's the thing. But my thing is, okay, you have a situation where oh, you know what? We have to have these companies stay with America and stuff like that. Well, there are things called sanctions. There are things called penalties. If you have a situation where, like, all right, if this percentage of your business is outside, even when this in this global economy, if this percentage of your business is outside of the U.S., you have to pay this on top. So that's more of an incentive. Because here's the thing. You can give them all the tax breaks in the world. That does not necessarily incentivize me to do what you think I'm going to do Absolutely. naturally. Absolutely. Like, that's you're, right. You're making an assumption about me just being just... Super like, oh, yeah, I'm so magnanimous. I'm just going to go ahead and do these nice things because I have all this extra money. You don't understand humans at all, apparently. Like, <laughs> that's not how things work. Like, people put their seatbelt on. Even though it's a benefit to them, people put their seatbelt on. Why? Because there's a penalty if you don't do it. Yes, you might not die if you put the seatbelt on. And it's very safe to have your seatbelt on. But you get most people to have their seatbelt on. Why? Because, hey, if I see you without it on, I'm coming after you. Like, that shit is how, that's how we behave. And you're not treating a corporation that you somehow are treating as a human being because corporations are people now. You're not treating a corporation people. Exactly. You're not treating a corporation like a human being actually would respond. If you say, "All right, here's this extra money now," let, okay, let's go this way. I'll give a child extra candy now. Uh, here's this extra candy. Now with this extra candy, I'll make sure you're gonna behave right. Cause I gave you this extra candy. Yes, Dad. Of course I am. Cause you gave me this extra candy. That's not why it works. Yeah, you gave it beforehand. No. No. And people do not want to part with their money. Why would they? That's just the bottom line. Why? Why would I want to? So let's get to the part where maybe it helps us out. All right? Malarkey. But okay. Okay. Please tell me. So most people will pay the same or little taxes up until 2023 where then all this stuff expires. (laughs) Okay. So the other people, they're okay. But for us, all these benefits I'm talking about pretty much expire after 2023. Okay. So... Uh, Long enough for you to forget about it. Like, oh man, oh, it feels good, it feels good. And then when basically everybody's gone, like, oh, we fucked you. And hopefully Democrats are in office then. So they can be like, oh, look what they did. I so, know what they're doing. Okay, so, so don't be surprised. Lonnie, just don't jump out of your chair, okay? How surprised you are about this. Um, for the next five years, the vast majority of Americans, I'm talking about 92%, Jelani, because I think you and I are in the 92%. I think we're in the 92%. Yeah. Right? Um, the bottom 92% would pay a little less in taxes, just a little less. Okay. And we'll get into numbers in just a second, but overall we'll pay a little less or we'll have no change at all. (laughs) Okay. So you either get a little bit or, or nothing, nothing at all. Okay. Um, so in about in 2023, okay. Only 40% of Americans would pay less. Uh, 22% Jelani would pay, uh, more, um, or 22% would pay more, uh, and the rest would see basically no, uh, no change at all. Okay. So of that 95%, the 40% would pay a little bit less. 22% would pay more actually, (laughs) right? And the rest would be like no change at all. Okay. So many people will face a tax hike. Okay. So if you're within the middle class Jelani... Check this out. Mm-hmm. This is, I think, what you and I fall into. I'm pretty sure we do. 40000 to 75000 I think we're in that spot. We'll face a tax hike. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> okay. yeah, yeah, exactly, yeah. Um, And now everybody knows how much, money, how much money we get paid. Okay. At least guess within that tier. 
the upper upper middle class, upper upper middle class, not middle class, upper upper. She's talking about doctors and lawyers, right? Super upper. I got you. Um, two hundred thousand or to four hundred thousand dollars will also face a tax hike. So if you have an income between forty thousand to four hundred thousand, you're gonna get a tax hike. Wow, even the four hundred thousand people. <laughs> yeah. Even them. Even them. So even if you're low class rich, we're folks, in the same. Yes, we're in the same boat. Even low class rich are still getting fucked, folks. Just so you guys know. Um, and so there's something called the uh, for middle class Americans something called the uh, family flexibility credit that they get for having to care for a family and having to you know you get tax credit for that. I did not know that. I need some more family. Yes, I mean they, they say what you need to do is buy a house and get kids, and you get tax big tax breaks. Um, it's like a lot of work. I don't know. So in 2022, which is, do the math, 17, 18, it's like about six years or so from now, right? Um, no. Five years from now. Five years from now, um, that credit's going away. <laughs> Yay. You don't get that. You don't get that no more, Lonnie. It's done. Um, so that's the general overall that how it's going to affect us. And I'll get into some more specific examples in just a second. Um, but taxes do get simpler, Jelani. Okay. Uh, under this plan, the house bill collapses the seven different tax brackets that we have to just four. So you either pay 12%, 25%, 35%, or 30 or basically 40%. Um, the top rate becomes the millionaire rate applying to income of a million or more. Um, and in, and in effort to simplify taxes the house bill also does away with a lot of credits and tax deductions um so a slightly larger tax credit so for a child tax credit so if you have a kid um instead of good uh you'll get right now you get a thousand dollars so if you have a kid you get tax credit of sixteen hundred dollars um and then uh we talked about that flexibility that family flexibility credit um it's worth three hundred dollars for individuals so you would get that Three hundred dollars credit, so you get three hundred dollars off of your tax bill. Oh wow! Okay, um, and then for couples, it would be six hundred dollars. Okay, for just, couples, just for existing. What? what? Yeah. Okay. Um, but that goes away in five years. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> so, 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 okay, that fifteen hundred dollars, and I'm done. Yeah. But remember that state tax? That doesn't come into effect till twenty twenty four. But that's indefinite after that. Ooh. So they have to hold on for a few years. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And then it's forever. Yeah. Right, okay. Um. So here are some deductions that do get to stay, okay, Jelani? So um, a key one is pro- uh, property tax. So if you own a house, right, um, you can deduct up to $10,000 in interest, um, in mortgage interest. Uh, it is capped at $500,000 for mortgages um, over a million dollars. About 30% of filers... Um, itemize so most people who itemize will claim the state local tax deduction it's called salt um under the under the house bill um you wouldn't be able to deduct deduct those state and local taxes we talked about that before we did um so it's gonna that generally hurts people in states like new jersey new york california right democratic states um the adoption credit stays so if you adopt somebody then you get a credit for that you get a tax credit for that um, and then you, the 401k exemption still stays. So that may sound like winners, Jelani, but those are, I mean, though, that may sound like losers, but those are all winners. Because you listen to what that happens to the losers. Oh, no, because okay. I, I, I know about some of these losers, but continue, go ahead, get in it. 
These are the losers, folks. So it will eliminate tax credits for plug-in motor vehicles. So if you get a tax credit for buying a plug-in car, if you're trying to help the environment and be, then you don't get that tax well, credit. Well, you sound anymore. like a commie, so of course you <laughs> lose it. Okay, so for medical expenses, deduction of medical expenses, that goes away next year. Uh, why are you getting sick all the damn time? <laughs> um, if you pay somebody to prepare your tax preparation, not tax lawyers or attorneys, but tax preparers, you know, like H&R Block and all that stuff, you can, that $100 they charge you, $50 they charge you, um, that's gone. Yeah, because we, we want to go ahead and uh, make jobs, but fuck the people who actually are accountants. Like, fuck them. Like, yeah, those jobs should no. go away. Yeah. Um, most tax benefits for college, for going to college, that goes away. You, why are you reading books and getting smart? I don't uh, need that shit. <laughs> so, um, at the moment, low-income, middle-class um, Americans can deduct up to $2,500 a year for student loan interest. Um, that's going away next year. I told you. Stop going <laughs> to school. Okay, so all those students... That interest. Why are you going here checking smart? No. Um, now, grad students who check this out. This is an awful program. That it's an awful program. Oh, okay? I'm sure it is. Now, grad students who get tuition waivers because they teach or do research um, now have to pay income tax on the waiver. Yes, big, uh, big the change. waiver <laughs> is income somehow. Yeah. There's another one that I heard, and maybe you're going to talk about it also, uh-huh. where people, kids who are, are getting free tuition from, from their family, from their parents' job, so they can go to school, uh-huh. that's being counted as income also. It's just bullshit. Wow. Like, like you're literally having a situation where you're taxed. Like I said before, you could have a tax plan that lowers tax for people and is not inherently evil, but you are actually pointing out and saying the people that we don't like, the people who are getting too smart and too big for their britches, the people who are actually potentially going to come after us eventually, let's fuck them. Let's literally destroy their livelihood and make it so they cannot come and be a bother to us anymore. And the people who are willfully ignorant, well, let's benefit them. They don't like to read books. They don't want to go to school. They just want to go ahead and have their good old job and live the American dream of paying and going to church. Like that's what they will. They're fine. But everybody else in the fringes who are actually trying to you know do other things and like live different variations of life. Like what for school? Really? So a, a slight positive though, silver lining, right? This is not considered Malarkey. a winner. So this is so what I want to say is not considered a winner. It's just not necessarily, I don't say it's necessarily a loser. It's just kind of a blah because winner would be you're adding to it, right? Like like it's a benefit. Give it, it's an added benefit. But the uh, American Opportunity Tax Credit, which is $2,000 for going to, you know, get higher ed- education, basically going to college, um, that's going to remain the same. It's not going to be added though. They're not increasing it. They're just leaving it the same. So it, it's not on the chopping block, which is good. Jalad's giving me this side eye. Yeah, because like relatively speaking, it doesn't mean anything. It don't mean right? anything. It just stayed the same. It just stayed like, the same. I was like, oh, we didn't take everything away. Ooh. Yeah. Um, now, if you have theft or loss of valuables, um, that cannot be deducted anymore. So people who, who uh, some people stop having bad luck. So, so if people have been robbed or lose valuables, they cannot deduct it off their taxes. I can see how rich people could do that though. Like. Oh, I lost my Van Gogh painting. No, but here's the thing. Rich people are less likely to lose stuff. And they got insurance, they, too. They have insurance, and they probably have security, and they have, like, the, like Mr. Burns, they probably released the yeah. hounds. Like, but me, in my rinky-dink house, I can just wait. If you get robbed and you lose it, materials. Yeah, they're like, well, 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 why you live there? Because I don't got any money to live anywhere else. <laughs> so, and the biggest loser of all, Jelani, are taxpayers. Why? Because the price tag for this bill will be over, Jelani. Just fucking wait for this number. 
I'm waiting. $1.4 trillion. Oh, cool. Lonnie, $1.4 fucking trillion. It's not even like, like, you know, our economy is $2.1 trillion. Like, it's going to cost $1.4 trillion. Not even the billions. It's a thousand billions. A thousand billions. That's what a trillion is. A thousand billions. How is this a Republican fucking bill? Because How is this a Republican bill? They've changed so dramatically. They've transformed from what they were. Like, what it was supposed to be, as far as the two-party system in general, is a checks and balances. There's bad apples in both camps or what have you, but it was a checks and balances. So the one group wants to progress. One group says, hey, slow it down a little bit. One group wants to progress, and somebody says, slow it down a little bit. But now it's like, no, I want you to destroy and dismantle stuff and make things so that my people that I know are great. And other people are like, well, maybe not do that at all. And then that's what's happening now. That's the two-part of the system we have currently. So unless, because unless bills are revenue neutral, right, they're going to go to the credit card. They're going to go on the debt, the credit card. Of course. So um, with that being said, uh, that amount would need to be raised I mean, that amount would need to be added to the debt if spending costs cuts are not made or more revenues raised um, in the upcoming years to offset the costs. Economists believe the tax cuts would, dra- would generate additional growth, but not nearly enough to cover the cost of this piece of shit legislation. Nah. It's not awful. A- yeah. It's awful. And one last bit of piece of information about something awful. Is this awful? This is pretty awful. This guy is pretty awful. I know. So is this news <laughs> no. awful? Continue. Um, Charlie Manson. Charles Manson. He's on. He's he's on the. I don't know if you know. He's still alive. Jelani. Chuck Manson. Chucky Manson. Chuck D. All right. Oh, not Chuck D. Chuck D is. What's Chuck D's real name? His Chuck full name. Chuck D. I don't know that. What's one. his last name? I don't know that one. Ah, uh, you failed. I know it. And okay. Well, side, yeah. Well, I don't know that. well, as you, as. As you look down upon yourself because of your inadequate hip-hop knowledge. Oh, my. I missed one dude. I thought, um, whatever. Chuck Manson is still alive. Um, he was recently... He's clinging to life, Jelani. He recently was rushed out of a prison to a California hospital uh, where he's clinging to life. I uh, was reported on Wednesday. Jelani, he's 83 years old. Um, he's at Corcoran State Prison. And uh, he was taken to a local Bakersfield hospital, as witnesses said. Uh, he, don't worry, Jelani, an 89-year-old man, though, um, he is surrounded by five uniformed officers at all times. Okay, Jelani? Oh, I'm glad he's safe. And he's gurneyed from treatment to treatment. Okay? Um, uh, source said that it's not getting better for him. It's just a matter of time, Jelani. Well, obviously. Um, I'm just saying, Charlie Manson, our prison, our state prisons can hold him. But not terrorists. No. <laughs> not supervillains. No, super, they, they're apparently terrorists. Supervillains are, are have literally Lex Luthor. Supervillains have lasers that can cut through concrete in circles and punch through walls. And they're attached to sharks. Yes. By the way, Carlton Douglas Renador. That's Chuck D's name. And yes, I did look it up. <laughs> Thank you, Google. So um, just to remind folks who don't know who Charles Manson is and what he did, um, he's serving a life prison sentence without parole, Jelani, for murdering uh, as part of his murderous family clan. It wasn't his family, but it was a cult, right? He called them the family, the Manson family. Um, they went on a two-night killing spree in um, between August 9th and August 10th of 1969. They killed a pregnant, pregnant Jelani, actress Sharon Tate and four of her friends. 
before slaughtering grocers Lino and Rosemary LaBanquia the following night. That's Charles Manson. Yeah, exactly. So, he's not dead yet. He's soon, though. Soon. Soon. He was in there a little too long for my taste, but it is what it is. But done. 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 It's a wrap. Finito. Let's go ahead and move on to our next segment. Go ahead and give us an opportunity to kind of let our hair down. Our long, luxurious hair. Let's talk about that weekend wrap-up. So, uh, uh, I went to Riverside last weekend, right? And Why would you be in Riverside? Ooh, well, I'm glad you asked, Patrick. Why would you ever be in the Inland Empire? Well, here's the thing. Here's the thing. <laughs> As a continuation to my birthday gift, because Hans is just out here just being super duper generous, and I appreciate her for that, she bought us tickets to go watch NXT, it's a WWE offsuit, uh, live in Riverside. So we drove down there, we get there, and we see a whole bunch of wrestling nerds in a line all across the block, all wearing their shirts and stuff. We're like, whew, it's about to be live. It's about to be dope. Um, But we knew that the doors opened at 6. We got there about, I would say, 5.57. We saw the line was still going on. Yeah, so we're like, okay, okay, well, doors open at 6. Let's go ahead and park somewhere, find a place to park. We park um, in the parking lot of this restaurant called Heroes. It's actually a small franchise, so you may have heard of it. And we're like, we still see the line kind of sitting there. We're like, hmm, if the line's still there, they may not have the doors open just yet. Let's, uh, let's grab a beer real quick. So we go inside of Heroes, and we decide to go ahead and get a beer. And while we're in there, we also decide to order a little bit of food, because I was hungry, she was hungry, so we grabbed some food. Uh, I had a salmon sandwich, which was delicious. Salmon sandwich. It was a salmon BLT, to be quite exact. Oh, that sounds good. Oh, it was real good, bro. I should make a salmon. That's yeah, mm-hmm, it was good. And she had some meatballs. And, like, you know, when you have an order of meatballs, it's actually two humongous meatballs. Yeah. So, like, whenever you see, like, spaghetti meatballs, like, little bitty meatballs, but if you order just meatballs, meatballs are always huge. So that's what she had. Anyway, we're sitting there having our beer and drinking our food. And I look to behind me and I see some other guy decide to go ahead and order a beer. And I look at his shirt. And it's a Ric Flair shirt. I was like, okay, I see what's going on here. I see another guy who goes up to um, order a beer. And he has a uh, Dusty Rhodes shirt, who's another famous old school, old school wrestler. So I'm like, yeah, I know who that is. Yeah. He so has a skirt? No, he didn't have the skirt. No, that is Roddy Piper. Okay, sorry. Yeah. So, um, but I'm seeing them with their shirts on. I was like, okay, so these guys are in here. These guys are definitely here for the show. So if they're inside of here, then the line is still fine. So we're just eating and just kind of enjoying ourselves. Like, okay, we're good. they wouldn't start the show without them. Ex- well, they would know at least. I'm not saying they wouldn't start the show without them, but they would at least know what's going down. So we're enjoying our food. We get to the point where we're getting kind of full. We're like, ooh. And I look to the back, and I don't see those guys anymore. I'm like, oh, snap. Those guys are gone. Let's get the fuck out of here. You guys couldn't bring your food into the... Well, we were just like, not, we, didn't, we didn't want to be in line with the food. So we were just like enjoying ourselves, just sitting down and chilling mm-hmm. instead of being in line. Because the whole thing is like standing in line, I felt silly to me. Like we all have assigned seating. So being in line doesn't make any sense. Mm-hmm. So what we did was we, like I said, we just ate and enjoyed. So those guys leave. We're like, all right, cool. Let's go ahead and box this up real quick and then go to the show. So that's, we did exactly that. We, whatever food we did not eat, we boxed up, threw it in the car, which was in the parking lot of the Heroes. And then we go, the lines dissipated. There is no more line because everyone's seated. But we get inside, and the show still hadn't started yet. So we were perfect in our timing. We walk inside, and they have the national anthem going on. I'm like, cool. We came in exactly on time. And it was so much 
fun do you like, oh, yeah, like I, thought, I thought i don't know why i thought it was gonna be a crazy twist like like you didn't make it or you missed the first half or something no like, i said no okay, I, said, we had, I said right on time i was like no we got everything was perfect yeah no i don't know it was very anticlimactic i know because nothing bad oh, happened because yeah we were heading for a peak and then anyway, i was like Oh, you actually made it out just yeah, fine. Like exactly, you opened yeah. the scary door and there was like nothing <laughs> exactly, around the corner. Exactly. Okay. Open the door, just a puppy dog. Right yeah, there. Was, a little puppy weird. dog. Yeah, nah, not what I yeah. expected from yeah, the story. Yeah, but it was it was super fun. Like like good, good, a good. lot of guys that I really wanted to see were there. Like a lot of the girls that she follows because like she watches it with me, and so it's like she's into like a lot of the more female wrestling, obviously. So there's like a couple of girls that, like she likes like um. Kari Zane, this girl from Japan, this girl Ember Moon, who had this crazy finisher, and we got to see all those people live right in front of us, and we had real good seats. I swear, dude, there was like two rows in front of us. Two rows. What? And then the ring. We were looking right at all these. You don't deserve those tickets. I don't deserve those tickets, but there I was. You don't deserve them. Yeah, and I was enjoying myself. That shit was fucking fun. We had a fantastic time. And the next day, I hung up with this other guy. Who is also cool, I guess. I guess this other guy. Yeah, this other guy. This other guy. <laughs> okay. Yeah, we went to this. We went to this this, this theme park. It'll, it'll probably. Are you talking about me? It'll probably come up in the in the next. Oh in the next no! Segment. I was about to say like we. This is we 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 spent the weekend together. We we spent a day. We spent a day, we spent a day yeah. together. You say you spent the weekend together. That sounds romantic as fuck. Yeah, we spent the yeah we 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 hung out. We, we went did out. hang out. Yeah, my, my my wife coordinated it. She did. She's like, I have some free tickets. Let's let's go. So uh, my wife, I, we had some free tickets, and she offered for Jelani to go to DCA. Like, what's DCA, Jelani? It is Disneyland or Disney California Adventure. Yeah, Jelani, and if, just to give you background, Jelani does not like Disneyland. I'm not a Disneyland. He's fan. a corporate like he's is an, he's like antichrist when it comes to Disneyland. How, Jelani, how did you even? Accept my wife's invitation. I don't understand well, how, how well, you even got into well, it. Yeah. Your, your, Explain your, that to your me. wife is a strong negotiator, first and foremost. Like she, 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 she spoke to my my loves. She was like, "Okay, look, I just want you to hang out with us. You know, we're not going to go to Disneyland proper. I understand you don't like that place, but at Disneyland California Adventure, they have alcohol there. You know, you're going to be around friends. You like that place better. And and truth be told, truth be told, excuse me, comparatively, I do like California Adventure better." Once again, one of the big things is the fact that they have alcohol there. That is a key point that gets me to say, all right, you know what? This one's not that bad. But take I would, the edge off. It does take the edge off. But I'm not going to be a situation where I'm like, oh, we just pay willy-nilly and go every other week or every other day like most people do. But for that scenario, I was like, you know what? That's fine. So I did go. So that's how she got me in. Continue. We can go back and forth with this one. And so... um You had a good time? I uh, Yes, I did. It was fun. Went on a couple of rides. Yes. Right? Um my wife does have a, um, you know, for uh, for lack of a better word, she she you know she gets to have you know fast passes, mm-hmm. right? And she gets expedited services when she goes to the uh, uh, when she goes through lines. Mm-hmm. Um, was that a fun experience, Jelani? That was. We felt like VIPs. We go to every single ride that we wanted to go <laughs> to. We're like, oh, oh, this line. <laughs> That's not us, folks. That's not for yeah. me. And you know, because we did get to have drinks, like you mentioned, we sat, we we, we ate some lobster nachos, which were lobster delicious. nachos, yes. right? I mean, delicious. Mm-hmm. Had and a few BLT drinks. Pizza. I had a Long Island iced tea. I haven't had since circa nineteen ninety eight. And you were drunk for like four years after that. Oh, it was so yeah, good. Yeah, I Disney put it on lock. Yeah, they're like, like let's go ahead and make sure a little, it's a little taste yeah. more. It's a little but, taste more. But we looked at the list going. I could go with Kajlani had a which have a whiskey or what? Did uh, you it was have? A, yeah, the whiskey. Yeah, it, was a, it looked delicious. Was it yeah. delicious? It was really real good. 
Um, but I decided to get you know what a long a long island iced tea. In retrospect, I probably should have went with that because like I don't get drunk as easily because I drink a little bit more than you, so I don't drink get drunk as easily. But you seem in a oh uh, you know a for a while yeah. at, Disney, at Disney Adventure for a long time. Woo. My wife looked at me, she's like, I don't even know you anymore. <laughs> I don't know you have a long island iced teas. Like, I don't know who you are. It was fantastic. We went on all, like, we were, like, five or six rides. Yeah. And we, it was just enough. Exactly, exactly. And I went on rides that I had not been on at all because, like, I, like I said, I've been there before. But the new Gardens of the Galaxy. Oh, it was great. Yeah, it was Fun. great. Fucking it was great. fantastic. Yeah. Benicio Del Toro has a statue inside <laughs> of a Disneyland park. I don't know if you guys realize that. That's something. That's a pretty big accomplishment, and the ride was really fun because I you know um, previously that used to be the Twilight Zone ride. But did you go on that one? I fun? did. I did. It's much better, right? Exactly. This is way better. Like it's fun. Like and it's like it's on a little adventure. The fact that it's dark and you're basically dropping somebody over and over again inside of an elevator, but you're dropping them fast so they feel it. You know, it's fun. That's fun. It's good times. Yeah, and then went on. You know, it's just a great time. Yeah, I'm soaring on the rise. Yeah, soaring America. Just I mean, soaring the uh, the the globe. It was, yeah, yeah, it was yeah. Like, yeah, yeah. yeah. This stuff was fun. It was. I enjoyed it. I had I had a good time. My wife knows how to. If you're ever, if you want to come visit Disneyland, <laughs> if you're ever, send us an email. Send us an email. Also, don't be a creep though. Like you have to, we have to kind of vet you. We're just being honest. Like you know, you could be anybody. But somebody, you might, you know, maybe have you yeah. come through. It's a fun time. And anybody, folks who listen to this pod and know my wife, um, you you know, I've been to Disneyland with her. You know, it's good times. You know, it's good times. Um, another thing that's good times, Jelani, is Movie Pass. I'm bringing it up again, Jelani. You're bringing this place up again? Movie we talked Pass? about it last week. Yes, we did. It's a subscription service that allows you to. Um, see unlimited movies, uh, maximum one movie a day. Okay, I was gonna say break it down a little because I actually ordered mine and I had questions. Yeah. I, I ordered mine because you had brought it up and you made it sound so fantastic. It's so ridiculous. So I was okay, like, let me go ahead and jump on yeah. this Movie Pass bandwagon and see what's going. I have the app on my phone right Good. now, but I don't have the card yet. It's coming in the mail. So, so you said one movie per day. Yeah. So we're not getting paid for this. I just want to bring. It. We do it all the time. We advertise shit and it's like whatever. I don't care. It is what it I, is. I like the product. Whatever. Um, so Movie Pass, okay. It's a subscription service that's like Netflix, but the Netflix like of old school where you would pay for a DVD, right? And you and you would return one. They send it to you, yeah, return yeah, yeah. it. Yeah, yeah. Same thing, but it's for move for watching movies in the theaters. So for nine ninety five, it's a subscription service. You pay it monthly. For nine ninety five, you can go see one movie a day in the movie theaters. Any movie. That's Any amazing. movie, Jelani. It's amazing. Now, there are dozens of theaters who participate. Your Edwards, your AMC, your Pacific Theaters, your Cinemarks. Um, these are national theaters. Okay. How it works is you have the app, and then you have to be within proximity of the theater, right? Which is whatever, right? You're up within 100 yards of okay, theater. Okay, 100 yards. They're going to say, what is the proximity? Okay. Yeah, within 100 yards of the theater. They give you a card they use to pay for the ticket. Okay. And that's what you're waiting for, waiting for the card. Um... And what happens is that you open up the app on your phone, you search theaters, it'll pull up the nearest theater near you, it'll then show what movie theaters and times there are, you choose a time you want to go, you hit reservation, you choose a time, hit reservations, if the theater allows seat selection, reserve seating, you can select it from the phone, but if not, it just says reserve the movie, you hit reserve by checking in, it'll say check-in confirmed, Let's say you choose um, Justice League at mm. 7.30. You hit Justice League 7.30. You proceed to walk either to the cashier or to the kiosk, and you purchase a ticket. 
You walk up and say, I'd like to purchase 730 Justice League. Sure, sir. Choose your seats. You choose the seat that you want. You pay with the MasterCard movie pass that they give you. The gentleman checks your ID, make sure it's you, swipes the card, gives you a ticket, and you walk into your theater. So the card has your name on it. Your card has your name on it. Ooh, okay. All right. It's so a ma- it looks like a debit card. So it doesn't look like it doesn't say movie pass. I'm it does a poor say movie pause. It, uh, it says movie pause? <laughs> it has movie pauses on it. It said it does say movie pass on it. It does. Oh, okay, okay. But it doesn't matter. It could say you could have a it doesn't matter. I mean the theater, the rep, the theater taker, t- ticket taker probably seen a bunch of them. Yeah. But the bottom line is a MasterCard. It has a MasterCard logo on oh, it. Oh, yeah. So it's, it's a real legitimate card. A MasterCard. There wherever MasterCard's accepted. Oh, well, there you go. Well, there you right. go. That's beautiful. And that's how it works. My wife and I, in 10 days, we've seen four movies already. Uh. And we have a kid. Uh. You know how hard that is for you to even, for parents out there to even walk away and actually go see a movie, let alone go get this done. So my wife has her, her own membership, though, yeah, right? Yeah, yeah. She has to pay her own, and yeah. I have to pay my, uh, yeah. my own. Nine ninety five. Get it done, Jelani. It's going to be... Absolutely, absolutely. We went with friends recently. I, I went to buy the tickets. I texted them what, what seats I bought because I reserved the seats. They said, great. They went there later on the day. They purchased their tickets. Uh-huh. Good to go. Yeah. Dude. Any movie. I love and it. And you don't have to wait like, oh, oh, it's only it's only for movies that have, you know, have uh, that... What is it? Uh, that's been, not like... Been, yeah, uh, yeah. Not, not, the, not the premiere what feature. What is it? The premiere feature or yeah, the... Yeah. Yeah. Like, it the, just came out this weekend. You yeah, can't watch exactly. it. No. Yeah. It's for any movie. It's on special it. engagements. I love it. Special in, special engagement. That's a wrap. I go. Get it done. Fantastic. Movie pass. Go. Make it happen. Go. Make go. It happen. Go. Go. Be a professional about making movies. Speaking of professionals, let's go ahead and jump into that next segment. Pros in different area code. <laughs> Alright, so we're in the thick of basketball and football season. Are we now? Football playoffs are coming up. Um, football fantasy leagues are ending soon in a couple of weeks. My team's doing okay, Jelani. Th- uh, thank you for asking. I'm going to make the playoffs. Um, but my quarterback is injured. Um, I'm trying to trade because the trade deadline's coming up next week. Um... So I'm in two football leagues. One I'm doing really well. I had Antonio Brown, got three touchdowns, career high, got me 34 fantasy points. Uh, but we'll see this weekend. I know this probably means nothing, nothing to you. Well, I was gonna make a mention of something, and this is not have any kind of thing about you whatsoever. But it's funny how you how how you were saying stuff like oh my my team and my quarterback and stuff like that. Now obviously, like you said, this is fantasy football, you know. Um, but it's funny because some people, not you, not you, you would never do this because you also play video games, but some people are always like, oh yeah, well, you know, it's all make-believe, it's all made up. It's like, dude, I know people who are talking about like, as if they own actual teams. You don't own these teams in real life. Like, not you, but there's people who are like, you can't be a person who comes down on somebody who lives in one fantasy world when you live in another fantasy world. That's yes, all I'm saying. it's true. Don't come down on somebody don't else. Don't do that. Don't do that. You know, Just- and to that point, uh, a podcast I listened to that talked about fantasy football they 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 made this big uh, they they made a joke and they were like okay and for all those fantasy owners who at football players whatever at name plug in your football player at you need to start playing more to help my fantasy league, uh to fan, to help my fantasy league um from the players they don't give a shit <laughs> they don't give two fucks what you do with your fantasy league exactly okay cuz cuz these players get at you know they'll get mentioned yeah. Or direct messages like, why do you go for three more yards or blah, 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 or 
They don't give two shits about it. Like, this, you're not really their coach. <laughs> they don't care. The coach don't give a shit about your fantasy team. That's what I'm saying. So just for those who play fantasy league, okay, I get it. Like, the players don't give a shit. The coach don't. You know, why did you sit him out and not let him? They want to get the W. They don't care about your fucking stats or yardage. It don't matter. Just saying. I'm thank you. I'm glad you said that. So um, next next week, we'll have a more clearer fantasy update for you, Lonnie. Ooh, oh, I can't wait. I'm sure you're looking forward to it. Um, so a person who, you know, I tend to follow people who have my same name when it comes to sports. It's always interesting to me, um, particularly women, because mm. uh, not many women who have the name Patrick anywhere associated with it. Uh. Uh, but Dana Patrick, who's that hot NASCAR driver, you know who she is. She's, the, uh, she's, she's a, in the, uh, what is it? The uh, website commercial, the Super Bowl commercials, the GoDaddies. She's she also the GoDaddies. Well, uh, she's retiring, Jelani. Oh, I see. Um, there was an, she had an emotional press conference uh, where she struggled to keep from crying. Um, happened earlier this week. Uh, she was very emotional about it. She said that her it'll be her final full-time season as a driver. Uh, she says, I'm not, as she was kind of wiping her tears away, she says, I'm not totally done. Um, she said, I'm looking forward to doing the Daytona 500 and the Indianapolis 500. Um, she's really excited about it and she thinks it's going to be a great way to cap, cap it off. But, um, she's done after this year, Jelani. I'm surprised there aren't more women who are, who are professional drivers. I mean, as far as like competitively speaking, I don't see what the difference is. Not a situation where it had to do with strength. So it's like, even that argument wouldn't hold weight. So I don't see why there's not more after she came out. Like, we're like, oh yeah, I'll, I'll Join the NASCARs also. I don't see why that's not going on, but it is what it is. Why do you have to say NASCAR like that? That's how you say NASCAR. What? No. That's not how you say NASCAR? What if I say, like, yo, basketball? That's how you say basketball. What are you talking basketball. about? Basketball. That's how you say basketball. What are you talking about? <laughs> that's how you say it. That's how you pronounce it. Look in the dictionary. You haven't been paying attention to the dictionary. Oh, they changed it. Look at it again. Say basketball. Yeah, and NASCAR. Um, speaking of basketball, I uh, remember UCLA basketball players, you know, one Leandro Ball, the middle child. Yeah, Mr. Leangelo. Uh, they were detained in China because of their, you know, they stole from a Louis Vuitton store in China, which is a bit crazy. Like I said last week, like when I think of Louis Vuitton and I think of China, I think of fake, right? Yes. So in my head, for some reason, they went to, they, they stole from a fake Louis Vuitton shop. I know it's not true. It's just, no, that's I, how my mind works. I understand. You've given stereotypes, when stereotypes control your mind. So they are back here in the U.S., um, the three UCLA basketball players apologized after being detained in China for shoplifting. Last week, the players, including Leangelo Ball of the infamous Ball Brothers, um, were arrested for stealing a designer sunglasses during their visit. Um, president Trump actually stepped in, Jelani. Um, they asked uh, China's president for help with the situation. Uh, the players are, of course, back at home. They had been suspended indefinitely from UCLA basketball team. Uh, Trump did help get their release. And in a recent statement, they did thank Trump for helping. And Trump did tweet, go on and do good things in life. Quote. Whatever. Um, you know what's funny about this whole story is that on Facebook, because Facebook is always a place where you can get like just the best of humanity. There was somebody on there. <laughs> that's right. Yeah. Right. Uh, there's somebody on there who so was saying that. Stupid. Somebody on there who was saying, man, you know, China always out here trying to get some extra money. They probably just made that shit up. It's like, bro. What are you talking about? It's not. It's not like a ransom note. Like, what? What amount of money do you think China would have got that would have been enough for them to fake this? Like, the thing is, the, the whole country, the so whole country. Like, it's a very not even a, a cheap company. I mean, cheap country. Like, like, people don't give a shit about basketball and other. I mean, yeah, basketball is popular in China, but 
Like people say, like football sports is not the epicenter of everything. They don't give two shits. Exactly. But who like, the fuck are you? That's what I'm saying. Like to to say that it's silly. It's like okay, yes, we are going to frame these three basketball kids in an effort to get money from America. Yeah, it's like imagine if like some kids from like another country came here U.S. and they're like soccer players, right? High school soccer or college soccer players. They came here, they stole something, and the cop arresting them's like. They found out, oh, they're they're European soccer players. You'd be like, I don't give a fuck. Exactly. No, no, no. Who the it, fuck are these kids? It would be even no. The the the, the to go the right with the I mean the way I'm talking about the story is if some European soccer players came over, you heard about them being coming over, and you're like, all right, I'm going to frame them. Oh yes, for yes, 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 yes. Because I want to get some money from Europe. Yes. That would be the right, right, story, right, right. Which is it was yes. stupid on both ends of the spectrum. I, yeah, I would just give my own example. I wasn't paying attention yeah, yeah. to what you what you said. You never do. But I wasn't. No, I wasn't connecting. Yeah. Yeah, but, that's but no, what's so but that's but that's exactly the clearer point. Like, the point is, and we talked about this last week. If you do some crime, don't do that shit in other countries. Don't do it. You don't know the rules there. You don't got the president. I bet you if it wasn't Leangelo Ball, it'd be like, who the fuck are you? Probably. Who the fuck are you? Probably. Um. So, that's it, Jelani. I have more to I was going <laughs> yeah. to name one other thing, and I'm like... <laughs> I have some. I have nothing else to talk about. I don't understand part. why you don't know when your segments are over, and I also don't understand why don't you know this. Why don't you know? Why don't you know? I'm getting so good. You're giving me these these softball ways to yeah, segue, I know, I know. and I appreciate it, Corey. Honestly, go ahead. Yeah, 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 go, go ahead. Right. You want to start first? Yeah, I'm going to start first. You just right. finished talking. Patrick, what what does it mean to do it for the culture? Ah. Uh. Okay. This is this is actually pretty simple. Yeah, yeah, I know. I, I'm I'm referencing this to the only thing I know was to do it for the gram, okay? Like you are compelled or you're asked to do something um, for like in this case, like for Instagram, it's like oh you know uh, make a show for the gram. You're doing it for the gram. Okay. A witness, right? Do it for the culture is you do something to represent X culture, blank culture, like. If you are, like, for instance, if, like, you, you know, you're tight, right? Okay. Do it for the culture. Do a math problem. <laughs> like, something to that effect. Like, you're doing it to represent your race, your ethnicity. Do it for the culture. All right. I'm going to let you know something right now. I'm going to give you that point. But what you did was you actually pulled your way itself <laughs> out of it. Uh-huh. You were wrong near the end. Okay. You were right at the beginning okay. and wrong at the end. All right. What you're doing. being racist again? Yeah. Okay. You do often. Um, doing it for the culture could be your actual culture as far as like your you know culture of your race things like that but it also could be like different pop cultures it could be hip hop culture stuff like that got it okay. and what it's necessarily actually doing right. is it's when you're doing something that can add to the culture so where this term kind of got popular mm-hmm. is once again with the Migos because the Migos have done they actually their album their most recent album it's called Culture it's called Culture and it's based off of this and what they are famous for nowadays is their triplet style of rap which has been replicated by so many other rappers even if it's just temporarily some people will use that flow that triplet flow in their songs and people are like yeah people are doing it because like we did it for the culture and now the culture has been influenced by our style and it's true and you can do it for the culture in other respects as well. But it's not a situation where you hold up a stereotype, like, oh, I'm going to do a math problem. Like, <laughs> yeah. like, oh, yeah, if 
I had this big thing that had a big impact, and now Thai culture is transformed or changed or impacted in some way. I did it for the culture. That's what I did it for. You know, mm. that's what that means. Okay. Oh, yeah. I'll take that point. Yeah, exactly. But I, I, but yeah, I get it. I think yeah. that's one of the things. Like, if you said I did it for the culture, I'd be like, okay, I got you. Yeah, you you would you you. I think you'd still understand. I would even make though the, you, yeah, 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 yeah. I would make the. But if you asked me to write it out, I'd probably be like, eh, I'd probably yeah. be a little bit more clumsy with it. All right. So, um, Jelani, uh, this 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 also may be an easy one for you, because it's ubiquitous in sports. Why do sports players put black like mark? You know, whether it's like shoe polish, you know, you've seen those, right? Shoe polish or other type of black paint underneath their eyes. That's really easy. It's to intimidate their competition. No, I'm just kidding. Actually, I, I know what this actually is. No, <laughs> Go kidding. for it. I was kidding. Um, apparently, and here's the thing that I don't understand about it. I understand it, but I don't understand it. Because if it does what it's supposed to do, I don't understand why not everyone does it. But it's supposed to basically block the light from reflecting down from their helmets or whatever so they can see better. But why don't all of them do it then? It's like, okay, you have this black mark that's going to make it so that you, the, you, the shininess of your cheeks does not shine into your eyes and blind your ass while you're running, apparently. But not everybody does it. And here's the thing. I still think that a piece of it is still intimidation because, like, Ray <laughs> Lewis had down all the way down here, like, like, like a monster. He like, it. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Like, like, you're adding a little extra to it because that you're, you're no way that your cheek down here is reflected back in your eye. So you added some, 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 you put some dubs on it. Yeah, but I think that's what it actually is. Um, yeah, I mean, you're absolutely right. The but it happens in all sports. Um, it's meant to help the glare, the, the the reflection off of either artificial lights or natural light, right? So you see it in baseball, you see it in, I mean, you see it everywhere, right? Well, I've only seen it in baseball and football, but okay. Baseball, I mean, I mean, it's really it's 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 quite a bit of sports that uh, they do that stuff that basically would cause you to fly in the air and you have to like you might get blocked from the sun or some sort of light. Um, now uh, nowadays instead of using paint, they use like maybe tape. You know, there's like actually black tape that actually works for that too, um, but. You know, I can only imagine that some people just either doesn't bother them or quite often it annoys them, you know, to have that black paint underneath their eyes. So it's like, it's like you know what, I'd rather take the light than have the paint. I guess. I guess that must yeah, be what yeah, it is. But, but it does happen a lot. A lot of players put it. I mean, they must find it effective. Yeah, because like, like, for instance, like when we, you and I used to go to the gym, you would wear a sweatband and I wouldn't. Even yes. though we both sweat pretty profusely when we we're actually getting it, um, I just was not as bothered by it. Even though now when I go to the gym, it gets in my eyes, so I'm almost thinking about getting a sweatband. But back in the day, I didn't really do it. And I see different preferences with other kinds of sports players as well. Some people have that big old sleeve on their arm. For sweater, whatever, like yeah. different people have different things for what they need. Right, right. But so, you you could probably see how there's a case being made for anybody benefiting from it. But some people say, you know what, I don't need that for myself. Yeah, I mean, there's something. It's like a sex a accessory. Some people put that. And basketball players, they put that armband. Yeah, you know, like it has some of the elbow part has padding on it, but the rest of it's like, why would you wear a sleeve? If you need two thirds of your arm warm. And the top, the, the top extremities can be, the extremities can be like cold. Like, yeah, because what it really comes down to is like, it's probably just a little bit of style. Because one of the wrestlers actually going back to when I was at uh, NXT, one of the dudes' name is Angelo Dawkins, right? And for whatever reason, he has two matching headbands he always wears. And the, throughout the course of the match, they always fall off. But he has to make sure he wears those because it's part of his look. is to look like this. So it's like, yeah. It is what it is. Yep. Yep. I'm done. Oh, you're done? Done with you. Oh, all right. Well, I guess we just go ahead and jump into the next step. Let's go ahead and get that dirty pop. Dirty pop, baby, baby, you can't stop. Dirty pop. 
Didn't we have this conversation already? That I put the bumpers in for a reason. Justin Timberlake just finished talking, and you over here saying his part. You say your part, he says his part. Justin, I'm sorry, Justin. I apologize. So I like the new NRD NERD song. Didn't I tell you that when I went to ComicCon, I saw them play perform their whole thing, right? Was that like the launch of it or that, no? that was exactly it was a listening party. So it was they, so good. Yeah, it was a listening but they, they and they played that song you're talking about. They played Lemon. That, yeah, yeah, they, yeah, they played that song like seven times at the end of the night. Did it sound dope when you first heard it? Yeah. You like, oh, immediately I was like, like uh, mm, oh, watch yourself. Oh yeah, lemon, lemon. Oh, lemon. <laughs> okay, do you know the meaning of the song yet? No. Okay, I'm I gonna look know. it up. There are some songs that are on there that the album hasn't come out for whatever reason, at least not on Spotify yet. But there's one song called, you know. Wait, wait, don't do it. And that one's actually a really somber song in reference to police brutality. So he was talking about the reasoning behind that song. But Lemon, I don't know what that song's about. Okay, it's just, it sounds awesome. It does. It's an N-E-R-D, like, beat. Oh, absolutely, it's absolutely. It's just ridiculous, yeah. crazy beats. I'm like, damn! There's a song that's going to come out called 1000. That song's even better. That song is so dope. It's like, one zero zero zero. And yeah, Rihanna is rapping yes. on it, and she is fire. Yeah, yeah. I was like, go. Yeah. Go, Rihanna. Yeah. Uh, I didn't know she could, like, rap like that. Uh, eh. Go ahead. Uh, she talked about LeBron long. Yeah, 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 yeah. No, she was going hard. She was going hard. Because, no. you know, she liked LeBron. Like, yeah, they yeah. have this kind of weird Instagram, yeah. Twitter, I like, know. slide into my DM thing. Yeah, no. If, if, if they start dating, they'll, like, it won't be surprising to anybody. Yeah, LeBron would destroy her. Probs, but she probably also could take it. We've gotten way too filthy right now. <laughs> oh, we apologize. That was our fault. You know, like, Le- you know, there's like, you know, LeBron and like, there's photos of Bron's like penis like in. The- I don't need to hear any further. <laughs> you know that? Didn't I just stop the it just, It just, it just happened. Like, it's like, it ha- you don't know basketball, but it happened. Like, he, he adjusted himself and he like, and they, a photographer caught it. So you can look it up and you want to look it up. So you can, we all, we all know what she's dealing with. So what you're trying to say is there was not enough film. That's what you're trying to say. Way too much film. <laughs> People were surprised that like that, that's what you working with. That's what you working with. I wanted those like ah, you know. Anyways, um, so it's bomb song. I love it. Uh, I just my boss thinks that he said he's kind of like whatever about it. Uh, but I, I mean, he kind of thinks like, it sounds like a Black Eyed Peas song, and I kind of can see that the hip hop, the 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 up the hip upbeatiness, you no, know, the upbeatiness of it, you know, because mm-hmm. it is very upbeat. Um, but he, he, he thought it was like Fergie singing, like, and I was like, no, or rapping, but it's no. good. It's a great fucking song. Love I it. love it too. It's a really good, really good song. So I want to talk about a little bit of the Harvey Weinstein fallout. We should just have a new segment called Harvey Weinstein. Yeah. It's, and it, and, like and it literally has nothing to do with Harvey Weinstein. It just has to do with the shit that's coming because yeah. of, you know, like what's in his wake. Right. So a few more folks that creepy white guys. Okay. <laughs> we should got this creepy white guy segment. Base. Basic. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Still saying basic or basically. I said base. Base. You cut that. You cut a, a, a shorter word, even shorter. Yep. Base. So, um, Louis oh, C.K. So Louis C.K. You know, we talked about him last week about masturbating in front of women. Yeah, because that was the cool thing to do. <laughs> I don't know when it was a cool thing to do ever. That was, like ever. You don't. You're not on the trends. That's why. I know. That's your job. Um. So on Friday, he did apologize, Jelani, after five women accused him of sexually sexual misconduct, including things like masturbating in front of them. He says, quote, these stories are true, end quote, and that he regrets them and that he's, quote, tried to learn, Jelani, and, uh, end quote, your, your, your name wasn't in the quotes, <laughs> from his behavior. The film distributor um, for his latest movie has canceled his release. And you know what we talked about Brett Ratner last week, too? Uh, you know, Gal Gadot, uh, 
It's Gal Gadot. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> you sounded offended. You maybe sounded maybe, like I mean, you maybe maybe it's not how you say it, but I'm like that sounds the best out of all the ways to say it. Because people say Gal Gadot, it's like there's yeah. no way her name is Gal Gadot. Okay. That's an ugly name. What is that? Is she? She's, she's Israeli. Gal Gadot. That makes sense. It sounds sexier too. So Gal Gadot, aka Wonder Woman, reportedly says she won't start in a, the next sequel if producer Rhett Ratner is making money off the movie. Makes sense to me. You know what's funny? Because like you can say Gal Gadot, but like, okay. think about just calling her Gal because she is a woman. It's like Gal. 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 I think it's Gal. Gal Gadot. That actually sounds better. That's like, that sounds like a name. That sounds like a name. Because if you just call, cause like, that's like a guy who's being called Guy. I hate guys named Guy. I'm like, <laughs> why is your name Guy, Guy? Yeah. Okay, so there's this. <laughs> yeah, no, it's like, no, 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 no. Yeah, the it's thinking, no, no. Bring it back. Bring it back. <laughs> I want to. No, I want to talk about that too because it really annoyed me too. There's this reporter, this the broadcaster I listen to. Is his name Buddy? <laughs> no, it's even worse. So it always annoys me because for the longest I didn't know what this fool's name was, and so his name is Field Yates. What? <laughs> what? He's a ESPN. For those who listen to ESPN, you know who I'm talking about. Field. His first name is Field. <laughs> His last name is Yates. Okay, fine. You have no control over your last name. Yates, whatever. Yates. It rhymes with Gates and yeah. Bates and everything else, right? But Field. I don't know anybody who's named Field. That's ever. Not, that's not a good look, bro. You don't call your, you know. Because like I said, like, like you just brought it right now. I was like, you have to now, if he has friends, they're calling him Field. And like, they're calling they're him probably, They're probably calling him Yates because I would not yeah. call anybody Field. I'm like, what's your name? Field. What's your last name? That's the, that'll be I'm the next, you Yates. That'll, be the, you that'll Yates. be the next thing out of my mouth. Like, yeah. what's your last name? Because that's what your name is now. It's so stupid. And then, like, okay, so in the movie, you wonder. I just watched great movie. Okay? okay. The kid's name's August. Who names a kid fucking August? But it's, then again, there's, like, North. There's North, too. There is North. And actually, I've heard more people name August than you would imagine. That's that, that's a good point. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, because here's the thing. But they usually had a guy. Maybe. But, I mean, because okay. August in and of itself is named after um, is Augustine. That, uh-huh. Okay. He was like he was like one of the Caesars. Yeah. Gaul. Gaul Godot. Gaul. Hey, gal. Okay. So she said that she she's not going to um, be in any sequel that Brett Ratner makes money because um, Ratner was accused of sexual misconduct by several women, including Olivia Munn and Alan Page Delaney. And, you know, so we're going to take this segment to talk about a few more new people. Senator Al Franken. Did we talk about him last week? Tony? No, no, because that just came out, actually. Now, real quick, in response to the Al Franken, and this is the, this is well, not, give you a background. What well, what, what okay, happened? Well, What's going on with Al Franken? All right. Well, a um a news reporter or a radio host, uh, anything with Leanne Tweedin or Tweedy. Yeah, in California. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, she basically was like, you know what? I want to speak my truth on Twitter. She came out and said, you know what? Uh, there's a time where me and uh, um Al Franken were out at a USO event, and I was asleep, and he um fondled me and tried to kiss me while I was asleep, and I actually have photographic evidence of this. And then they show a photo that looks very, like, it does absolutely look posed, and look at his hands are kind of, like, floating over her breast while she's asleep, or appearing to be asleep. And so it looks very damn. And now I had a real big problem. I was like, dude, Al Franken could be one of the good guys. Yeah, wait, wait, wait. I, I, let me add to that just a little more specifics. She's wearing a military uniform. Yes. Like a combat uniform. Yeah, exactly. And she has a bulletproof vest over. So him grabbing her is like, he's not actually touching her breast. He's, he's, He's mimicking like he's touching her breast, but it's over a full combat uniform and a bulletproof vest. I just want, right? It's not like she has these big boobs and he's like grabbing her boobs. Exactly, exactly. Just context. And I don't want to equivocate this or anything because I don't want it to sound like, oh yeah, this is like a Democrat, so I'm going to go ahead and make it 
so I can paint the picture in a better way. Right, right, But right. when I was reading an article just earlier today, there was more context that I learned. Apparently, this situation where they are all in on some kind of joke. That's why there was even a f- photograph in the first place where it was like, oh, she fell out and he's trying to resuscitate her. Because you can see the picture. He looks like he's doing a jokey pose. Yes, true. Like, it looks that it's, way. It's not a creepy... It, exactly. Yeah. It's So, I mean, like, like I said before, like I don't know what the context is, but like it seems kind of odd because on, on top of that, this um, woman who's the accuser... And like I said, if this, if it's true, then by all means move forward. Because he's actually saying, you know what? I want you guys to investigate. He said, hey, if this is a problem, like I will, uh, I will um, agree with any kind of situation that goes on. I will allow them to go through with any kind of investigation that they f- see fit. He said that. But on top of that, the accuser in this situation is like she is a Trump voter. She said that it's like it's a very right wing situation. It's like it's. And then on top of that, Trump comes in and he has all the things to say. But what about what about you, bro? Like if if she if he has to step down, you are in a way worse situation as far as how many people have come up against you. So let's be equivalent. If we're gonna do, let's be equivalent. Yeah. Let's make sure we make sense. Yeah. They, people people responded real quick because we're all so fast now. Right. And I'm not saying we shouldn't be, but like that seemed a little bit more suspect because like you had this picture the whole time. Like this should have been coming out. It was ten years ago. You you had that picture. No, it's true. It's true. And and she, I mean, she also went one step further, said that he actually tried to kiss her and like shoved his tongue down her throat. Um, And, you know, Al Franken said that he, he remembers the situation, but doesn't remember it like that. Mm -hmm. Um, This was, of course, 2008. He was not a U.S. Senator. I think that's important for people to know. He, he, he was still a comedian. Um, He didn't run until a couple years later. So, um, whether or not he she, he acted like a gentleman or whatever, I mean, it's just it's people to it's people to interpret. Um, and they're gonna do a Mitch McConnell has called for an ethics investigation, so whatever that's gonna happen, he's fine. He's gonna cooperate with them. Um, you know, George Bush won. Uh, five women have came out against saying that the old man Bush uh, touched them, like grabbed their booty, um, and grabbed their booty while he was actually running for re-election. Um, that's Bush number one. Um, just old creepy man. Mm-hmm. Like, I mean, he wasn't. I mean, he was old still. They're not as old, obviously, but um, came out recently, and you know, it just got me thinking about you know, we 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 talked about like, I don't know, we're out with some friends, Lonnie, and then and and then yeah, I, you know, I think I'd mentioned like, hey, like, you know, do you know how inappropriate some of these movies are? And then you and our friend were like, Pat, like that is like inappropriate in so many ways. Like we talked about Greece, right? In the song. Um, Summer loving, mm-hmm. right? I'm singing with my daughter. That's her new thing. She wants to do like a duet. So I'll sing the guy part. She'll sing the girl part, right? And then like in part of the song, one of the ensemble says, um, uh, tell me more, tell me more. Did she put up a fight? Did she put up a fight? And I'm thinking like, well, that's kind of like a little rapey-ish, right? Yeah. <laughs> that's a bit rapey-ish, right? And then I was watching Toy Story part two the other day. And I noticed something um, that has to do with our story. Ooh, um, you, you were sending me, because I, I didn't even know this. It was so of- weird. Like, you know, at the end of Toy Story 2, there's like the outtakes, right? They're basically at the credits. And you know how in traditional movies, they have the outtakes and they show people like doing funny things, right? Well, well, Toy Story decided to do their own animated outtakes. So you can go back and watch it, watch Toy Story 2, fast forward to the very end, the credits, and you'll see like an outtake. Right, an animation outtake, and one of the outtakes was in in the movie. There's a character named the Prospector, the old Prospector. It's a like oldish like gentleman with like a not gentleman but like an old Prospector. Right, has a beard. And he's like an old guy, like a big barrel, uh, barrel like belly and stuff. Mm-hmm. Right, and in one of the clips, um, he's he's talking to the two Barbie girls, and he has his arm wrapped around him. 
and he's talking about like, hey, you know, like, it, you know, if your girls play your cards right, you know, you know, I have, you know, I have a relation, I have a connection with the producer, and you know, we can get you another part in the next movie. Wink, 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 wink. And then he knows the cameras there. He's like, oh, stop, stop, stop. And looking at that, it's funny. It's appropriate, right? I mean, looking at it, but in the context of now. You're like, whoa, shit. Like, that's yeah. so pervasive. Yeah. Like, it's all over the place. Yeah. The casting couch, right? Exactly. It's essentially it's like, if you play your cards, right, like, what is playing your cards right? It's like, ah. Yeah. It's, I, I mean, I just start noticing shit like that all over the place. Yeah. Because it becomes way more easier to understand. Real quick, just a small side. I know you stuff that you have on the thing, but real quick, have you seen The Nice Guys ever? What's that? It's the movie with Ryan Gosling and um, Russell Crowe. Russell Crowe. No. It's so good. When it I, come out? Like a year ago, maybe a year or two ago. Nice guys. The the nice guys. Okay. And it you it flew under the radar. Like I saw a YouTube video that talked about it. I was like, I thought so much about the YouTube video I was watching. I bought it on my PlayStation for nine bucks, and it's so good. It's super okay. funny, but it's also dark. It's very witty. Like I guess the guy who wrote it is the same guy who wrote the original Lethal Weapon. So it's that kind of situation where it's like a buddy cop with like detectives in the seventies. What was it called? The Nice Guys. Oh no, I, I seen it. So you have it's a night. beautiful movie. I love it. Okay, it's, it's so funny. I, I thought said, you said the said, nights, said, like fucking like nighttime. Okay, but I also said Ryan Gosling and Russell <laughs> I Crowe. Know. Now, how many movies have they been in together? Well, that's why I started. It was a slow. It's a slow draw, but I it clicked in my head. Like, okay, when he says the nights guy, I'm thinking like a night movie. I thought it was like a thriller. Then we say it's like a, oh, the seventies. I'm like, okay, I've seen it before. Yeah, yeah, yeah. it's beautiful so movie. good. It's fucking I, I, like, if, I if you it. haven't watched it, watch the movie. The I don't know nice that. guys. Yeah, the nice guys. Yeah, like not night. I never said night. Sound like night. I said nice. <laughs> okay. Say, say the rest of your, your news. All right. So um, we talked about Australia last month, right? Yeah. That they were going to hold basically like a election. They call it a poll or survey. Okay. But they affirmed it in Australia. They announced in favor of same-sex marriage. Welcome to 2010. Yay! Okay. <laughs> um, in September, the country sent ballots. Um, giving them two months to say yay or nay. So in, in Australia, they got a couple months to basically determine wh- whether or not they want yay or nay. Um, almost two-thirds, Jelani, of voters gave it two thumbs up. Uh, now it's up to the country's parliament to decide whether to make this legal. So they basically took a big-ass polling, a survey. Uh, and after the results, Australia Prime Minister Malcolm Turnbull said... Um, it had been an overwhelming response in favor of yes and called for same-sex marriage to be legalized before Christmas. Well, yippee, skippy. Let him get fucking married. Exactly. Who gives a shit? Who? Gives uh, a shit? Uh, who? I've who? been to have like three gay weddings already. It's fine. It's exactly. It it's, is. Just, it's just the same as other boy weddings. Like, that's what the whole point's been this whole time. If you have a problem with same-sex kissing, then just turn away. Close your eyes. That's fine. Just go into a, a, a no one's telling you have to watch. Just yeah, it's like no, you have to watch me. No, Stay here. And look just at be me. happy. That's fine. Whatever. Yeah, yeah. let it go. Let it go. This is what it is. So um, we talked about fraternities being under attack last week, July. Remember because they didn't know how to behave themselves and got people killed and selling cocaine. Well, stop selling cocaine. <laughs> Forget about the killing. Just stop selling. Stop cocaine. selling cocaine. Um, while additional Greek problems also were occurring at Penn State. Authorities charged at least 10 people over a Penn State fraternity pledges death, Jelani. In February, Timothy Piazza died after drinking heavily at his fraternity uh, at his frat house and falling down the stairs. No one called for help until about 12 hours later, Jelani. I'm just going to pause right there. 12 hours later, Jelani. A half a day later. 
Now the DA says new surveillance video shows about shows some frat members giving Piazza 18 drinks within an hour and a half. 18 drinks within an hour and a half? Have you ever ate drink 18 no. drinks in an hour and a half, Jelani? No. In 90 minutes? No. Awful. The video was initially deleted by a frat member, but it was later recovered by the FBI. 26 people have now been charged in this case with things like aggravated assault and voluntary manslaughter. This sounds like a movie in the making. It's a sad story, but it sounds like a movie in the making. Well, honestly, there is a movie. It's called... Um it's something about sand, sifting sand or dirty sand, something like that. It's on Netflix. Um, it's about this. It's about that same situation. It's funny because it's there's a cover a, up. No, no, but it's funny because there's a guy who wrote a book that was called the exact same title, mm. and then Netflix made a movie, but they didn't give him any money. He's oh, like, fucked up. He's like, basically the same beats are in my book that are in this movie, and it has the exact same title, and it's about fraternities, and you're saying that these are two different things, and like Netflix is like, yep, I don't know what you're talking about, bro. Go on. And so last bit of news, Lonnie, is FDA approved a new digital pill. How does that work? Do okay. You, do you download... What does it sound do, like do to you? you download health? That's what it sounds like to me. Yeah, okay. So the FDA approved... The FDA is a Food and Drug Administration approved on Monday that it approved Asuka Pharmaceuticals um, called MySite. Okay, Lonnie, it's a drug. Okay, the first drug with a digital... In- ingestion tracking system to be approved for use in the United States. Okay, let me repeat that again. It's a digital ingestion tracking system. The product, which uses a digital tracking to record if the medication was taken, has been approved for treatment of schizophrenia, acute treatment of manic and mixed episodes associated with bipolar disorder and for use as an add-on treatment for depression in adults. So this is how it works, Lion. You, you swallow the pill, okay? And it helps doctors determine whether you're taking your medication or not. So it's an internal tracking. It tracks to see what medication you're taking. The system sends a message from the pill center to a wearable patch, which then transmits the information to a mobile application so that patients can track the ingestion of medication on their smartphone. Amplify My Sight, that's the full name, it's called Amplify My Sight, is not approved to treat patients with dementia-related psychosis and contains a box warning alert healthcare professionals that elderly patients with dementia-related psychosis treated with antipsychotic drugs are at an induced risk of death. The ingestible sensor used in Amplify was first submitted for marketing in the FDA by, in 2012. So it's a way for them to track to see if you're taking proper meds. No, that, that makes way more sense because at first I was like, what are you talking about? I was like, boop, boop, you know, with your phone. But now it makes right. it like it's something that goes inside of you. So it is something that is still physical, but it's digital in the sense of its capability. That's, that's yeah. the digital aspect of it. And, and, and here, here's the kind of positive thing is that people who abuse their pain medication, doctors can track to see how much you've ingested. I mean, that's a little creepy-ish because it's kind of like gets into the whole like, oh, your doctor can see what okay, I'm ingesting. Okay, but I'm also here to try to keep, keep you healthy. Yeah. I'm just doing what I can to keep you I healthy. I need to keep track of what you're doing. Yeah, because if you if you decide not to follow my instructions, then I can always say, hey, I told him what to do. He decided not to do it. Yeah. And here's the evidence right. to prove that. So there's no malpractice thing for me because I'm telling you to do this. You're doing X and I'm yeah. saying you do Z. But it's also, too, it's like, like doctors can go, okay, well... I told her to take her blood thinning medication, right? And if I can see she's not taking it, then I can go, you know what? Let me have another conversation with them, okay? Or let me try to find some other medication so that they can, you know, live. Yeah. (laughs) Live. Exactly. And isn't the digital pill, it's still something that's elective. You can't just, like, 
force it down somebody's throat, right? Right, right. So right. They, even that. So we're, yeah, we're still good. I'm fine with that. I am. I am. I'm on board. I'm on board. I'm on board. What are you not on board with, Jelani? I can tell you what I'm not on board with. And before I can tell you that, I need to go and jump on this soapbox. If I were the man I was five years ago, I'd take a flamethrower to this place. That was good. You set that shit up. I, I like it. I like it. Like, what are you not on board with? I'm like, oh, I know what he's telling me to do. I love <laughs> it. Fantastic. Um, now, this is actually in reference to what we were talking about way earlier with the whole Roy Moore situation. Mm-hmm. This, this thing that people get into these tribes. We've talked about this over and over again. And it's super annoying where someone's like, you know what? I will be okay with anything that my tribe does. Like I said before, I was making sure we were not being equivocating when we were talking about uh, Al Franken. If he did what he did, fuck him, you know? Because I don't care what party you're from, but let's make sure we know what's the, what's going on because that seemed kind of weird. But fuck him if that's, the, if that's the situation. Here's the situation I'm talking about right now. On Facebook, there's a friend who was talking about the whole Roy Moore situation. And one of her friends responds in their little comment section with a picture of Ted Kennedy... And the, the scandal that he had with the drowning girl and all that kind of stuff. Oh, the car crash. The car crash. Yes, yeah, yes, very yes. terrible stuff. Um, Patrick, enlighten me. Maybe I'm ill-informed. What do you know about Ted Kennedy currently? He is dead, sir. Oh, oh, he's dead? Yes, he is dead. Like, currently? He's been for a while. Oh, been a while. Okay. 2012, I want to oh, say. Oh, ooh, ooh. well, now... Welcome to the conversation because here's my purpose. So when she, the, my friend was talking about Roy Moore, she hits the her friend puts in that picture of Ted Kennedy and like, okay, you have this guy right here. No one's saying anything about him. And then my friend responds, okay, all right, that's well and good, but why are we pointing fingers at a, a dead man when we have somebody who's alive who can answer for his crimes? Now, that's right. at after my friend said that, her friend said, now look here. Oh, look here. You're smarter than this. You know that Ted Kennedy is not dead. <laughs> like she said, like straight up. I, I want to actually pull up. I'll pull it up after the show's over and show you this shit. It's hilarious. Like Just she, stop. She was so hell-bent. And then here's the thing. Like my friend didn't even respond. And a comment later, she's like, I owe you an apology. <laughs> but that doesn't mean like. It's good she didn't go back and just edit her comment. Because she could have went back and just edited it. Yeah, but, like, edited. yeah, but it sit there like she like. Forcefully, now you just stop being stupid. Yeah. All right, Ted Kennedy's alive and well. Yeah. I was like, Ted Kennedy's been dead for a fuck ton of years. Actually, not even. I'm, I'm gonna correct myself. 2009. Exactly. Like 2009. Yes, he he has been dead. You know, and you're like, like, and like, and people know this. And she's like, you know, he's still here, still messing with folks. It's like, he ain't messed with nobody. <laughs> it's like whatever he did, dude's dead. You can't like come after him anymore. It's like it's a wrap. It's like, but this guy is out here about to affect people. You're so into your tribe. That's the problem. You can't be situations like, okay, what's the greater good? It can't be, oh, that side did this. Oh, the hats and the and the McCoys. And Just let it go. Let's be human, because that's the side that we're all on. But it is what it is. People are gonna do what they're gonna do, but it's it's annoying. And I had to get my soapbox to talk about it. Let me get back off and you get on. So let me go ahead and dust dust off this soapbox. Um, it's not really a big problem I have. It just something starts coming up recently. Um, because we're in the thick of the sports season. Um, I think I have a problem with people wearing football jerseys. Ooh. Um, on Sundays in particular, or just in—I don't know. I mean, I mean, I'm not conflicted about adults wearing football jerseys in general, and I tell you why. But I know in particular on Sunday, 
What, um, what do they play? Because I've been seeing it a lot. I've been going out and I've been, you know, out seeing people dress up. And on Sunday, people tend to wear their jerseys because it's like football Sunday. Their team's playing. I'm here to support my team. Even if the team's like not playing it near you, I'm just wearing it because I'm sporting it. Um, so, okay. Okay. So, if you understand it, I can give you a little bit of background. Um, it's a thing, Jelani, that there's, there, there's two camps to wearing a football jersey. Okay. Jelani, did you know about these two camps? I just knew that people wore them or they didn't wear them. Okay, so one camp says it's okay for you to wear a football jersey. Okay, you can wear it. You can do whatever you want. You can support your team. You know, um, you're rah rah. You're you know you're good, right? There's another camp that says you can never wear a football jersey unless you're a child or unless you're a young kid. Wait, where where right? are these camps? Okay, um, that. Football jerseys are up for children or folks of a certain age. Once you exceed that age, unless, and this is the, maybe the exception, unless you're at an actual sporting event, you should not be wearing a jersey. What if you work for a football team and you're... Well, yeah, but yeah, well, so aside <laughs> from working for the team... I want to make sure um, that we had that, that option also in there. <laughs> you, you wearing a football jersey is, um, is juvenile. Do you, do you find this shocking? I find it shocking when you say juvenile because here's the thing: I don't see a lot of kids wearing jerseys. I could see like a teenager wearing jerseys. No, but, but like if you're an adult. Okay, all right. When you say child, the, I'm thinking the like, like I'm the thinking, line of demarcation is like 25, maybe okay, 30. Okay, all right. Well, make sure you clarify yeah. that because I'm like, I'm like, what are you talking about? Yeah. Like, I was like, so once you pass like 25 or 30, you should not be wearing a football. So if you couldn't play, if you couldn't play in real life. At, the, at your current age, yeah. you shouldn't wear a jersey. You shouldn't be wearing a jersey. That actually makes a lot of sense. And particularly football jerseys. Because, I, I mean, even hockey jerseys. Any jerseys that are, like, like, in, like, you know, imposing, you know? Like, that's just not normal. Like, basketball jerseys, I can see you wear as, like, a daily thing just because it's so loose and it's, like, whatever, right? People think of it like they're short sleeve shirts you wear, right? Um, I can see soccer jerseys because they're, like, you know, they're light materials. You know, they have nice fabric, right? But football jerseys are, like, they're... They're long. They're thick. Usually, they're like you know, they're actually the nicest, right? But they're just they're they're not in your normal attire. It's not what you would normally wear. Forget about hockey jersey because it's just like hockey, and you and you ain't you for damn sure not walk on a baseball jersey on a day to day basis. Um, what I'm saying is that I'm starting to look at people, and I never was that type to really you know give a shit. But I'm starting to give a shit. I'm starting to be like you know what, you're fucking old. There's other things you can wear to sport, uh, to support your team. I'm not saying you can't wear a t-shirt, a cap, or a polo shirt with a fucking logo on it. You know, something, a t-shirt that says, go fucking Dodgers or go Raiders or go whatever, right? You can do it. You don't have to wear the fucking uniform, right? If you are a fan of something, it doesn't mean you have to wear what they fucking wear. Okay, Lonnie? You are a fan of wrestling. You're not walking around a fucking leotard. I don't wear leotards. You're right. You know? I'm just saying, you know, it's like, I'm not a, I'm a fan of fucking NASCAR. I'm not walking around a fucking NASCAR outfit, am I? This is not what people do. NASCAR outfits are pretty expensive, though. Okay. So the point I'm saying, there's other ways where you can show your support for the team. Um, unless you're going to a sporting event, and I'm going to quite a few of them this, you know, this this year. I'm going to my first football game in a very long time for Thanksgiving weekend, actually this weekend coming up. Um, and I want to wear a football jersey because I haven't, this is my first football game I haven't been in a long time, and I want to, you know, I want to wear a fucking football jersey. Um, but... I just, I'm starting to get more and more not a fan of fucking, you know, because it's of wearing football jersey if you're a grown-ass adult. You seem to be on both sides of the fence of this because you're about to go and you're going to wear one yourself. But I think what you're really saying is like, hey, 
fat dude in the middle of the bar why are you wearing that jersey that's what it sounds like to me it's like <laughs> hey fat 45 year old guy who probably wears this jersey every day and i'm i'm thinking about you wearing this jersey every day don't wear it i'm going to a game but of course i'm gonna wear it. i'm at the game yeah and I, think, really I think that's the exception i think by default i'm learning that i'm not okay with you wearing football jerseys as a normal attire yeah. unless you're going to a sporting event exactly so i, I think, think yeah. that's my middle yes, ground yes if your situation was like it is a random ass tuesday and nobody plays on tuesday and here you are at the best buy wearing your jersey that's your real problem and that i can agree with i can understand that right. but you're like okay we if get I, it if i'm at if i'm at the bar and we're all wearing because you can see that shit you go to bars and this yeah. that, that, that game these motherfuckers are in step they are in line in line and that that makes sense i think whether you're at that event watching the game or if you're actually little literal live event. So I think those places make sense. But I can still agree with you if somebody's like randomly at the Best Buy, racking it up, but I'm still got Sam Jackson on the back of me. I don't know who plays basketball. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, I don't I don't know any Sam Jackson. <laughs> or these, but but these names I don't know. That's my point. It's just because you like somebody don't mean you have to wear their uniform. You don't have to. I can agree with that. You can wear a polo shirt and he has a little logo on it and the football player walks in going, you know what? He probably supports that team. He Yes. Right? Yes. Just saying. All right. That's my soul box. Dress, dress your age. Whatever, dress your age. Whatever, whatever Patrick decides your age is, you better dress that way. All right, folks. So wait, wait. Actually, you know what, folks? No, I can't do anything until I ask Patrick just one last question. Just give me a moment, please. 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 Patrick, was that the Black Tie Affair? That's the Black Tie Affair, baby. That's a rap fan. Fantastic. Now back to you guys, folks. Uh, thank you guys once again for listening to episode number 35. We will see you next week. As Patrick had mentioned last week, a couple of show notes. Obviously, Thanksgiving is coming up. So we're going to be doing our family things. So things are going to be a little bit different as far as when episodes are going to come out. But we promise you're going to see that good shit coming to you right as expected. Uh, Patrick, do you have any other notes outside of, you know, the, the usual stuff? Nope, just let folks know that we are going to be out more likely next week. Uh, Lana and I are going to do the family thing, so we'll probably see you back in a bit, a week or two. So what that means in the meanwhile is y'all go and listen to old-ass episodes you have not listened to yet. Catch up. It's your time to go back and rewind, do a throwback Thursday, and get some of that black tile. Exactly, exactly. I love how you said exactly what I just said, but you never listened to me. No, I did. I just like you. You said you said something like, "Oh, you uh, expected back. Uh, what, uh, you'll be expecting us." And I'm like, "Well, yeah. Well, I'm giving some people some finite time frame." Okay, well, that's fine. That's fine. Well, I'm that's saying, all I'm well, saying. Well, you knew all the ins and outs. Anyway, folks, thanks again. See y'all later. Peace. <laughs> I said, you just said. <laughs>